Hello, niggas and friends, and praise the Lord yeah. to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We are Whoa. just coming up off of, you know, Resurrection Weekend, and I'm so, so, so excited. But we are back for another episode of your favorite podcast, the Jigsaw mm -hmm. Podcast. I am Joshua Rogers. Oh, poor name. I said the whole thing. I did, yeah, I did. I don't know why I felt compelled to finish it. Go ahead. Well, I am Brian. Fair. <laughs> you know, do, do you go by Bri? I don't know that there's. <clears throat> I don't know that we do. Mm -mm. Maybe I should just call you little Bri Bri. Um, but People anyway, used to you, call me Bri Bri when I was younger. Really, it never stuck though. That is something. Mm -hmm. You know, what people tried to call me when I was a baby was socket because as a child I used to play in them. <laughs> Like, this is black and country, <laughs> and I'm so glad that it didn't stick. But anyway, we, we are your yeah. two favorite friendly yeah. neighborhood Casa Negros. We are here for another episode where we talk about how we figure out this thing called life. But particularly, we talk about the perils, the praises, the productivity, and the pomp and circumstance of being black millennials just trying to figure it out. Bra bra. Yeah. <laughs> how, you <laughs> nigga, <I hate> <laughs> how you feeling? How you feeling? Man, I, I, it's, it's always a great day to be black, man. Um, in the land of the living. <laughs> Jesus rose <laughs> for our sins and our transgressions. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And as uh, <laughs> as a great friend of the podcast, Chris would say, you know, what did he say? He said, "I keep God in the forgiving business." <laughs> My God, <laughs> I don't. But I just felt, I just wanted to shout out Chris, and that's a funny <laughs> saying that he has. <laughs> what a way to what a way to keep grace going. Listen. My Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Did you what did you wear? Did you what how did you dress up for church prom? Uh, I wore a tan suit. Okay. I did not have any hard bottoms on. I mm. had some white and gum sole Nike kill shot twos. Okay. And a white I like um, kill shots. A white lapel shirt. So it was real spring. Mm. Um it was real spring. It gave gotcha. good spring. Mm-hmm. Okay. Watch you. Okay. I gave spring, but mm -hmm. I had I had on I had on a double-breasted tan jacket <laughs> with a white trouser. I feel mm. like I had to say trouser. Oh um, yeah. A hard bottom shoe, mm -hmm. a tie, cufflinks. Okay. <laughs> I, I went all, all the glad rags. And when let me tell me tell you something. When I was putting it on, I said, I used to do this every Sunday. I said, This was a lot of clothes. Every Sunday. <laughs> this is a lot of clothes, socks and Belts and oh, my mama said you looked so. Good. I had a pocket, so she said you looked so good. You looked so good. She was so excited to see me in a suit in church. But no, I know it felt good. I will say on one end, I was complaining, but on another end, it felt good to kind of like because I still enjoy wearing a good suit. Yeah, me too. And it felt good to kind of just put it on because even when I travel for work and stuff like that, Habitat is pretty um, well. We try not to call jobs, but you know, I can say it now. Um, <laughs> but you know, my job is pretty casual, mm -hmm. and um, so yeah, like, so I'm either like business casual at most, yeah, so I'm not putting on suits. Some of my colleagues will wear a suit for presentation, yeah. like, y'all can have that, yeah, okay. I'm gonna keep this DEI true, right? Mm -hmm. You're gonna accept me. <laughs> But who I am, <laughs> you, you just went to not go to Chicago, represent this White House initiative, mm. braids. Okay, y'all go, Give and I'm on a panel, I'm about right. braids. Um, but anyway, uh, Kyle Barker, the episode where the, the black man was gatekeeping yes. about the clothing, mm -hmm. and he was like, <laughs> I would do a lot of things, but I will not change 
my hair. <laughs> you know, we don't care. Kyle always, Kyle always <laughs> had that vocal, that vocal fry at the end. My hair. Mm-hmm. I was just like, if you don't pick up your voice and talk, <laughs> pick it up. Jazz yes, wants you to pick up your feelings. I want you to pick up your voice, please. Um. So what did you did you did you cook the lamb? I didn't cook lamb. I cooked ribs though. Man of God, <laughs> how you re- how you renege that quick? <laughs> Man, a guy came ribs. on this show saying, "You know what? I'm gonna make it a tradition." <laughs> and then Listen, when it had the, when it the had lamb because I know I know the they were pork like, ribs. They were, oh, that's pork ribs. Uh, <laughs> it kind of symbolized when Jesus, you know, t- you know, uh, fix it. Cast the devil out of the man and went into the swine and put it to the. Oh, so you ate the. <laughs> oh, so you ate devil meat. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, but the, I didn't want to pay for lamb. Like the lamb, I could have, I couldn't pay. Lamb for. is but expensive. I, yeah, I didn't want to pay for it. We already had ribs yeah. in the fridge. Yeah. Um, where I'm like, I'm not about to spend extra money, uh, for Easter. So you know, I, I totally understand. I yeah. we did braised turkey wings, oh, and um, delish. and I didn't decide until I really didn't decide to after church that I was cooking. So I went, into, I went into my. <laughs> I went to Kroko with my suit and this old lady. I love old black women. She said, now young man, mm-hmm. you, she cussed. <laughs> she said, you are too sharp to be up in this Kroko looking like that. Where you going? I said, <laughs> I said ma'am, I just left church. I was getting some things for that. She said, well, you be careful. <laughs> Don't you spill on your night. I said, <laughs> when I tell you, you now. that made my day, because I had on the white britches. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That made my dad made my day. But anyway, mm-hmm. So we ate late because I decided, you know, and then Kroger, I ain't gonna hold y'all. I be getting the, the pre-picked, pre-washed greens. Mm-hmm. Man, I still wash them because I'm black. Yeah. But it takes so much more time. Bro, Kroger mm-hmm. didn't have no more. I had to pick some fresh collards. Yeah. And they I feel like Kroger didn't rinse them good. They was the dirtiest greens I'd seen in a while. I believe it, it took me almost an hour and a half to wash them greens. Because I don't wow. believe in no gritty greens. Mm-mm. You ain't gonna get no dirty greens in my house. <laughs> <laughs> so I washed them greens good, brother. And uh, mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, macaroni, cheese, greens, and I did a, I cooked a peach cobbler. That was, that was all the things. Dinner. Look at you. You know, that was Easter dinner. It, it gotta have Easter, Easter dinner. That was Easter dinner. How was service? That's my grandma would ask. So I didn't really, so I guess service was good. I was in the vestibule because Brooklyn, she mm. ain't wanna, once she ain't do her speech. Um, oh, wow. She, she was one of the kids this year. <sighs> She ain't do it in Christmas. She ain't do it in Easter. So I'm hoping <laughs> next next Christmas she would do her speech. Yeah, gotcha. Um, okay. but she was just she was just extra this Sunday. So um, I just took her in the back. So we went to the nursery. I sat in the back with the nursery with her, let her play. Um, I left. I watched the stream. Um, mm-hmm. so the people so the people got a you know they gave a good resurrection Sunday, you know, yeah buck. So, yeah. um, but I, I missed the whole service. So gotcha. what about you? We went to the All Nations and um, mm-hmm. it was okay. Mm-hmm. We got we got there at eleven oh five and they set us on the second to last row. Now let me tell you why I was frustrated okay. because I felt like the usher just threw us there because mm-hmm. as we were sitting we saw multiple families, other people getting set closer, mm-hmm. and we ain't we ain't fancy like we want to be in the front, but like we didn't want to be back there. And it was right. literally five. Now it was the church was full at eleven oh five. The niggas came to Easter. <laughs> they oh, yeah. came to church on Easter. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side, there was a couple that came and sat in front of us literally at 1257. <laughs> we got our church at one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm saying y'all, y'all were determined to get to church on Easter. Huh? Listen, so, um, so y'all came to church on Easter. Anyway, but I streamed Cathedral of Faith as I was getting ready for church. Oh, how was it? It was 
Well, maybe we can talk about that offline. Oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> they have they did have Vincent Bohannon mm-hmm. um, as their guest artist, and he, you know, he did what Vincent does. I enjoy Vincent's music. I, I enjoy um, Vincent. He's he's keeps keeping choir alive. He is, and he's actually putting out some really great, like some really good songs too. They're not just yes. Like, you know, because his song, he, what's his newest song? I like to call him Jesus or call him Jesus. Mm-hmm. It is a good number. Yes. He he makes so he, good music. He does. He makes he good does. music. I'm not going to yeah. hold you. So anyway. Um, but yeah, that was Resurrection Sunday. And now we back into Hell Week. Mm. You oh know, just, just living. <laughs> just living. Well, we all on the road to Pentecost. We are. Gotta it speak was up. early. One morning. Mm. Just about the break. break <laughs> Jesus came and he touched me and he washed my sins. Brian, I started running. Mm-hmm. I started shouting. I mm-hmm. had no time to doubt him. Oh, I mm. found ooh, I'm about to found nothing. I'm trying not to be churchy today. Go ahead, nothing go ahead. but the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost mm. saved me. Mm. Holy Ghost set me free. Holy Ghost changed my doubt. Holy Ghost brought me out. I've got nothing, bro. Nothing. <laughs> And you know what it does? It's moving. <laughs> moving down in my... That Milton Bronson, that man had a pen. <laughs> oh, anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah. I was going to ask you something. Oh, speaking of Easter Resurrection Sunday, have okay. you been seeing the controversy of a uh, an Oklahoma pastor? Yes, I, I've seen the controversy. <laughs> so I won't get too deep into it because I haven't watched the entire production. So I don't mm-hmm. want to provide a... a um, I don't want to provide an opinion until it's well thought out. I'm gonna say yeah. it that way. Um, however, I do know people have a lot of fake outrage about certain things. Yeah. We and, and at this point, we know Mike Todd, mm-hmm. right? We know Mike Todd. But I'm gonna tell you one thing I am upset about. Mm. <laughs> I ain't watched the play, so I can talk about that. But I am upset about these extensions that he has in his hair. Because <laughs> that's one video, Brian, where his hair is even a little bit shorter than mine. And my my back braid come like almost to my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Man, a guy got thick, full two strand twists that come all the way down. I'm just Jesus. like, I've been growing my hair almost going on two years now. I mm-hmm. know how hair growth works, man. Of God. <laughs> I know a weave when I see one. We <laughs> <laughs> got a quick weave. Uh, it ain't even a quick weave. It is a straight up went to the Africans and got that thing braided right mm. on up. <laughs> right he mm. got him some good yakky in there and it's okay to your kids i'm not here to judge <laughs> i'm not here to judge your human hair all right. i'm saying is is that you know we have a friend former friend whatever you want to call him who went from ball to, <laughs> to oh. fro and it, when you go through I drastic mean, changes like that it is it makes mm. it more obvious it's like the fact beyonce said I'm not good at algebra, but I know one plus one is two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I say that to say, I might not, the, the arithmetic ain't, or they ain't ticking. <laughs> and arithmetic ain't ticking, brother. Ain't I, ticking. Mean, I, ain't, I ain't good at it, but I know one plus one is two, and you ain't adding up. No. So that's all, that's Mm-mm. all I'm going to say. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That is all nah. I'm going to say. Nah, at the hang time. But I feel like, <laughs> yeah, nah, no thank you on on that. Um, mm-mm. Just nah. go through your struggle her face like like it's okay. I mean, because I didn't I intentionally refused to give my hair braided until I until I was sure that mm-hmm. I would have a decent amount of hang time. Because I refused yeah. to have the struggle phase. I'll just yeah. wear the curly fro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> before yeah. I let before I let you try to do that, man, me let her look crazy. No. And I don't want to it's noticeable. And I don't want to be the guy that like hair shames, right? Because we talk about, mm-hmm. I think we're going to have a mini conversation about masculinity over here in the billboard later, but 
it's just I'm gonna say it this way: putting weave in my hair ain't an option. And I'm yeah. not saying it's a woman's thing or anything mm-hmm. like that. I'm just not finna do it. And it's and for yeah. those who do, men, like that's your business. Do what you want to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I follow. I don't follow. I keep up with a popular braider page because you know I be my explore page is a lot of fitness and men's hair braids. Can I? Because a lot of people looking up. And there's one particular woman who shows up all the time who does a lot of extensions on men. So mm-hmm. you know, clearly it's a thing. It ain't my yeah. thing, right? Yeah. But I also feel like if you're gonna get it, get it to make your hair look more full, not long. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. wouldn't like, cause my front braid stopped by right here. Yeah, Brian. Next time you saw me in two weeks and it was down here, like, come on, bro. Like, right. Yeah, <laughs> it ain't did that. Yeah, I feel like we used to be discretionary <laughs> at one point. It used to be like a thing where, like, you know, it it you you did it to make it like you said look fuller, but not mm-hmm. like the yeah. And some women added length back in the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and even today, like a lot of women put it all the way down to their butts mm-hmm. and backs and stuff. And again, that's y'all business. But just yeah. as for me and my hair, me and my follicles, mm-hmm. the ones that Jesus knows the total number of. Yeah. We won't do it. Mm-hmm. And that's all. All right. Anyway, you had a black ass moment. Uh, I don't have one this week. Okay. I'm gonna, well, let's I'm gonna go. table it to, uh, to next week. Well, let's buddy hop on to the song of the week. Bro, right. Make it a good one. Uh, cause your last one had us all sitting on edge. And this one, I don't know if I'm. I'm just, I'm just gonna play it. It's in thing. Here we go again. Okay, it's go ahead. Thing. Go ahead. Okay, I can rock with this. <laughs> I can rock with. It. You know how I feel about Tamika Tiny and them Scots mm-hmm. <laughs> and Candy them. Okay. I love 90s music, but these intros, (laughs) musicianship, I got a feeling that you might be, (laughs) when I take the right direction, (laughs) yeah, dun, 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 dun. Who can I run to? For those that didn't know what that. Mm. So it's in this empty space. Who Who can can I run run to to when I need a love? Who can I run to? Was that the one song that Candy is not a a lead on? Mm hmm. Yeah, she's not on that one. That's Mm -hmm. that's, I want to all Tasha. It's it's the sisters, right? I think on that one. It's the the Scott sisters, yeah. Mm It's, this guy it's a good song, though, man. It's a good one. That might be one of my favorite something? ones. Yeah. I actually enjoy Tamika Sky vocally more than Latasha. I just want control. Yeah, and she I feel like Latasha control. does too much. She does. It's a, you know, she sounds like a minion when she sings. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. Those runs just be rumbling up together. But yeah. let the people know if you didn't know who is it and who is it by the, you it's know. Escape. <laughs> who can yes. I run to? I my God. That. Is that the name of the song for who can I run to? Yeah, who can I run to by mm-hmm. Escape? Who can I? You know, we're in that to? song just kicking. Jay Z, I mean, Jermaine Dupri told us that their music is for the niggas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Simply for the niggas. <laughs> so, the real niggas. <laughs> the, the real brother. We playing it every week next year. Well, matter of fact, Juneteenth. Let's, let me yes. <laughs> This is for the niggas. Straight clip out of the niggas. This is for the niggas. The real nigga. The real is YouTube. What? I know it's like June nineteenth, right? It should be like a Friday. Yeah, I'm saying, but I'm, it's gonna fall on. Oh, it's a Monday this year. 
Uh, ooh, right. I, I ask you this offline because I know okay. I don't. Th- I don't think you announced it yet. But I know I'm off work. Are you gonna be off work? I don't know, but uh, I'm gonna be off work though. That should have been new. That should have been a question. <laughs> I'm gonna just say it like that, man of God. All right, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, understood and, um, and accepted, let's move on over. Brian, are you ready to talk about some black excellence in the in the? Uh, what are we going to? <laughs> Bless up before. What's up? So right, okay, let's, let's do it. it. Let's do it. All right, we're here. Uh, we're here at the Blessing Report where we shout out black folks doing great black things. And you know, uh, Black History Month, we don't just patronize black business during that month, but we do it all the time, uh, every single day, every single week. And this week, we actually have a, a restaurant I just went to recently called Lily J's okay. Kitchen and Cocktails. Uh, the on, owner Lily is J. A, That's yeah, black. Lily. Listen, listen, Lily J's Kitchen and Cocktails. Uh, the owner is Tiffany Coleman, black woman. She looks really young, so I'm. Um, I'm guessing she's a millennial, so millennial black uh, restaurant tour, right? Uh, the restaurants in Metro Atlanta, specifically, is really in my neighborhood, Petrie Corners. Um, uh, according to Tiffany Coleman, the owner, uh, the best memories are made around the table. Uh, they strive to provide you with nothing but the best tasting Caribbean and American cuisine, and the food is absolutely amazing. We literally just went there this past Friday. Mm-hmm. Everything we ordered was was amazing. It was okay. Really good. Um, oxtails and the, the, all that kind of good mm. stuff. So, uh, if you're in the area, feel free to check them out. But they also have their own seasoning, right? Okay, so, you know I Lily, love a seasoning. I know uh, Lily J's uh, unique blend of organic herbs and spices is bold and full of amazing flavors. The spice blend goes well on everything from meat, poultry, pork, seafood, veggies, and more. Lily J's everything spice. Uh, blends um, spice blend will turn ordinary meals into extraordinary meals. You can check them out right now at lilyjays.com and on Instagram at lilyjayskitchen. Uh, yeah, lilyjays.com and lilyjayskitchen. Uh, so check them out there. Again, support black business, support black women. Uh, and that is the blessing for port. Um, right. Looking at, I don't, did it, did somebody die? I think somebody died this week. Somebody did. I don't know if it's somebody anybody. passed away. I don't know if it's that anybody. Anybody? Any legends? I think. Oh. Well, real quick, her seasoning nine ninety nine. That's not bad. Mm-mm. I paid fourteen ninety nine for that season. I told you about a couple of months ago. Um, yeah. and it was good. It's a great season. I just haven't. I haven't re upped, but um, I'm definitely gonna gonna buy one. Yeah. Um, let me see. I think I feel like somebody passed away recently, but I don't know if they were um of note. Of note. Um, well, I know Cash App founder got stabbed to death, so rest in peace to him. Yeah. Okay, maybe I was and him his fam- and his yeah. family because that's just sad. Yeah. yeah. Um. But other than that, you know, we only do in memoriam for yeah the blacks and the blue eyed soul whites. Mm-hmm. Not just we we, we 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 will do a rest in peace. Because we understand, we understand, we do. Well, we if nobody, of, well, I think of, I said none that. of our, if all of our black legends are here, that means God stayed the hand of yeah. death, and we can bunny hop ah, on over. Glory to His God. <laughs> I thought you, I thought you found somebody. I'm about to say, my God. Oh no, 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 bunny, no! I didn't, uh, we can, <laughs> I didn't find anybody. <laughs> I bet so we can bunny hop on over. Um, 
to the billboard. So I, we talked last week, you know, in, in a little bit of detail about like escaping SWV and, you know, I don't know if mm-hmm. Brown was being messy about who can I run to or he was just being in thing. I was. But yeah, <laughs> so the, 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 the season the season wrapped <laughs> up and we saw the show. So they did one show and they did it in California, Brian. Okay. They did it in LA. Um, and it looked like it was great. Now it seemed rocky because they were still rehearsing even before the show even started, and we saw Latasha okay. with her entourage and things like that. And I'm going to say this. They did give in and allow Escape to do Understanding as the closing song. All but right. I'm going to tell you this. Okay. When they sang Week, that crowd was going dumb. I'm when sure. they sang Understanding, the crowd was just recording. Mm-hmm. It was not the same impact. Yeah. At all. And it was just so it just lets you know. And then let me tell you something else. Okay. You know how they was talking about how First of all, you know how they talk about their followers and mm-hmm. they got more followers why they should be headlining. Yeah. When they scanned their audience multiple times, that entire audience was Gen X and millennials. So that means the people who y'all claim found out about y'all, it didn't translate to ticket sales. Yeah. They did mm-hmm. not show up. Right. <laughs> right. Did, now it may have been some in there because it was a full arena, but for when they scanned their audience, bro, yeah. it was Gen Z and I mean Gen X and millennials. So yeah. these new followers. Yeah, it didn't. So again, you should co-headline your. Yeah. And then here's the thing, I heard this on another podcast today. They was talking about it. Online followers, just because people follow you, don't mean they support you. Yep. Just because people follow you, don't mean that they even like you. They being nosy, mm-hmm. or they want to keep up, right? And then me and you discussed it. That don't always translate to like I got family members who don't even uh-huh. listen to my show. And I'm okay yeah. with that. But just because mm-hmm. people are in your circle or following you and all that kind of stuff don't mean that you're, they're going to give you that extra level of support to your business and your other yeah. stuff. I might like you yep. I might like you as Candy, the housewife. I don't like you mm-hmm. as Candy, the group member of Escape. And that is yep. that is okay. Yeah. And it was proven. Yeah. It was yeah. proven. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, and to me, yeah, I think it's just ridiculous. Because, again, music and acting, like, some people may like Will Smith's music, but may not like his... Because I, like I don't like the man's music. It's okay, okay bro. Perfect example. I like Summertime. I like Summertime. I like Summertime. Yeah. <laughs> and he had a couple of songs in the, in the 90s that were just hits uh, or 2000s. I don't know. But perfect example. Jerry Je- Blige. Mm. Oh. Perfect example. You may be like, you know what? She is a terrible actress. Mm-hmm. Or you may like her as Monet Tahada, right? But. Does is, is somebody that's watching Power gonna be like, you know what? Let me go listen to, a, like a man, a younger person, right? Watching Power. Let me go. Let me go listen to all of Mary J. Blige's music. Nothing in 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 Power screams. Oh, let me. She's a singer, or she does this and that, or even mm-hmm. like Method Man. Like it's not gonna translate to go. Oh, I like yeah. them. They're acting in this show. Let me go just listen to their whole catalog. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it really works that way. It doesn't, especially how I feel about rap. Because if I went and found Method Man, I'm definitely not going to a concert. And it's not to say that Method Man isn't a, a good rapper. Right. I just He's just not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in the era of Method Man. So I I, yeah. I know him as a rapper. And mm-hmm. the same thing with um, Mary J. Blige. It's almost like I enjoy her as Monet Tejada mm-hmm. in Ghost. But I am not interested in seeing her be a lead actress in a movie. So like you know what yep. I'm saying? So it's like yep. it's so to your point, like it's it's like you can enjoy people in lanes, you can enjoy mm-hmm. people in specific spaces. Yep. And that that that's because I don't here's the thing. I love Mary J music. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy her and Ghost. Yeah. I do and I still don't follow her on IG. 
And it has, and yeah. there's nothing, nothing yeah. against her. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. and I would go to a Mary concert, but I'm not one of your followers. So I think that logic is just so flawed. Mm-hmm. Um, that they had, like, I don't follow Candy, but I watch the Housewives religiously, and yeah. and and most of her spinoffs because my wife is a big Candy fan, right? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I support you in, in one way or another, but I'm not a, and it's nothing against you. I just have chosen not to follow you on IG. Like I don't dislike you. I enjoy Candy. Yeah, um, I think she's dope. But anyway, so I just think it's a flawed statement. The show is over, yeah. and I think one of the things that I'm, I can say I'm upset about. But mm-hmm. I think that it's sad that these two kind of major iconic '90s groups mm-hmm. are now known for their beef and not yeah. the impact that they had on culture. When I think yeah. that that could have been, you know, that that yeah. should have been the story out of this. And how dope would it have been for them to do this X number city tour with these two yeah. amazing? You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. the for what for what it looked like, that California show was killer. I'm sure. It looked killer outside of them singing Is My Living in Vain. Um, was killer. And oh, I'm gonna tell you this. Coco said, We don't do gospel in our show, and I keep telling you, I'm not gonna sing. I'm not going to sing. Bro, she got up there in that show and was holding that mic, just looking. Because they they were posting a song they did together. <laughs> and Woman of God was in the middle of both groups. She <laughs> said she ain't she been was rocking side to side. <laughs> she ain't doing both. But yeah, but I think her thing was she's like, we don't do gospel in our shows. We don't yeah. do that. And I don't think yeah. it takes away from because Coco got a whole gospel album. Whole so I, don't gospel think she would, I don't think she would be opposed, mm. but she's like, this ain't what we do. This ain't what SWV do. But anyway, uh, if you ever yeah. if you ever just got some free time, it's like six episodes. Mm-hmm. Check it out, catch up on the drama. It was, it was, it was a decent watch. Yeah. Um standard thing with TV, Donald Glover um in Atlanta. I we told y'all. You know, I think Brian, what you only watched the first season, two seasons. I watched like the first season and then like three episodes of season two. Okay, so I've watched all of season one and two. I started mm-hmm. season three, didn't even tap season four. But I think I told y'all season three, like it was so weird that I didn't know if I needed to restart the whole series over or just like I couldn't get into it. But anyway, I want the only one. And Donna Glover re- revealed that he was upset that mm-hmm. season such terrible backlash um in an interview with gq he said um his perspectives on a particular season started out by saying that if he gave um fans season four of atlanta as opposed to season three then that would have been letting them down and i don't think you would have because what i understand about season four is that it went back to the roots of like season one and that's when people mm. like oh it's good again um but glover went on to say as a product maker as an entertainer as an artist as somebody who loves to make things for people i've studied enough to understand that things feel good because of what comes before and after them glover told gq we deserve quality we deserve something that isn't easy for everyone to digest all the time um okay so (laughs) i don't know i don't i don't even know what dude did (laughs) so did they end on season three or in season four it's, it's a season four there are four seasons because they were back to back. Because I think season okay. three was like the top of last year. Then they took a summer break, and season okay. four was like fall. Um, but season three was weird, and I think you just have to sit with it. I think he has to sit with it. So, I feel like Donald Glover is going into that that Jordan Peele lane. Yeah, yeah. And it's like when I gotta do a when I gotta when I gotta do empirical research to figure out what it means. It is a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a lot. I agree. Because it's like in this, and especially in this climate, like you just want to be entertained. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there's moments like where you want to be, you know, challenged and stuff like that. But I think most times we work so hard in our on our daily jobs and stuff like that, and we're just like, I wanted to be entertained, and that's why shows like Martin and Living Single and yes, you know, uh, all the nostalgia because it's like I can just turn this thing on, 
I can just break away from life and I can just laugh. I ain't got to think about it. I ain't got to, you know, try to, you know, figure out philosophy on this, this and that. It is what it is. And you can just be entertained. Like, I don't think people really want to watch, especially like in this, this political and social and economic climate. We don't really want to watch, you know, stuff that's either depressing or too thought provoking. Yes. And I agree. And this is the thing. I don't think what Brian and I are saying is that we don't want thought provoking television stuff that right. makes us think things, you know, stuff that makes us, you know, have, you know, I'll shout out greater conversations, yeah. but it's like when it's so deep that I got to be like, what was it? Like George yeah. Peel's Nope. Yeah. I have no idea. And I <laughs> sit and watch that whole thing. I was on a long flight one time and I watched that show. I mean, that movie. Kiki Palmer was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Daniel Kaluuya was, you know, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. But, like, overall, bro, I was just like, I don't even, like, us, I was able to get. Get out. Mm-hmm. I was like, those were thought provoking. Yeah. Those were, you know, the, the yeah. horrors were thought provoking. Like, you get it. Like, the tethered version of you and blah, 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 blah. Like, I get it, right? Yeah. I think it was a bit, a lot, but I got it. Like, it wasn't, nope, though. And call me slow. Call mm-hmm. me uncultured. I don't <laughs> care. I ain't get it. And I felt like that's what season three in Atlanta was. But anyway, yeah. it's over. I am going to still commit probably over the summer to watching all four seasons like through. Yeah. Um, just to kind of do that. All right. Um, standing thing with Black, Texas Southern Cheer became the first HBCU um to win a national, the National Trilogy Association um championship last Friday. Um, if we just you just want to give an additional shout out to Texas Southern, the the other TSU. I I'm I didn't go to Tennessee State, but I because <laughs> I have friends and I'm from the I won't say the great state of Tennessee, they're doing some terrible things, but from from Tennessee. Um Tennessee State is a real TSU. Uh, so Texas Southern, you got to say mm-hmm. the whole thing. They won. Yeah. And shout out to those ladies and gentlemen who were part of that squad. Um, speaking of people who use their feet a lot, Wiz Khalifa um, uh, has been known. <laughs> you like that? I know, that was a transition. What a, what a Wiz, transition. Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa has been on the interwebs, uh, kickboxing, all the things. And typically you do that, you know, sockless, shoeless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But one, but you know, a while ago, not too long ago, he took a picture with his mm-hmm. feet. Mm. Kind of just there, and it looked like it's a good, it's a fungus situation. It was bad. It's kind of happening there. They look real bad. So today, the man of God came back to social media mm-hmm. and decided that he was gonna paint. It looked like a Tiffany blue, almost mm-hmm. maybe a white, a nice little Tiffany blue. And mm-hmm. the comments were filled. But Brian, could you imagine what the comments were filled with? Um, just misogyny, not misogyny, but like macho culture and. Either that mm-hmm. or like if there's anything else in the shot, probably thirst trapping. Like so women might have been talking about other stuff. Men yeah. talking about like yeah. why is that mean, gay and men these days, my grandfather never would have done that. And all of all that. that kind of stuff. All of that. First of all, your grandfather's feet probably look worse than wizards. Let's start there. Right. Because your grandfather wasn't going to get pedicures. Niggas wouldn't take they wouldn't even washing their feet well, let alone mm-hmm. going to get pedicures. Hands was dirty um, and nasty. I mean, all kind of stuff. Not cutting their toenails, just all kind of things, right? So on one end, like I'm, I'm. I think two things can be true. I get pedicures, mm-hmm. but I do not get. I don't get colored nails on my feet or hands. It's just something that I'm not into, um, and it's just, it's just not my thing. But while it's not my thing, yep. it doesn't mean that I see anything particularly wrong with it. If a man mm-hmm. does it, yeah. Um, I've seen. I think I've talked about um, straight cis hetero men who mm-hmm. um, got colored nails on their hands, particularly. 
Yeah. Um, I've seen people like, I, I don't have any reason to believe that Wiz is gay, right? And he got his things painted. On the flip side of that too, I don't know that, uh, well, let me say like this. I believe that if a man decided to paint his nails, it shouldn't automatically mean that his sexuality should be in question, right? right. And I think it goes back to the point that we use homosexuality as a, any, well, anything other than heterosexuality as an insult. And mm-hmm. that's wrong as well. So yeah. I think there's just there's just this complex conversation around because um, there are women that come in saying, "What y'all gonna leave for us?" and blah 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 blah. It's a, it's a lot of things for you to be. Mm-hmm. And, and why can't we all just exist? And I think why can't we also have our preferences without trying to like call this man out in a way mm-hmm. that you think is harmful or hurtful, right? I think yeah. that's the problem I have with it. It's like. Going back to the the Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors pictures, like, mm-hmm. I so at the end of the day, who kicked you in your nuts? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm trying yeah. to figure out. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why you so hurt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. What is this doing to you? Like, Cameron coming out saying, posted the picture and said, this the real reason why I didn't see Creed. One, I don't think anyone asked you, Cameron. I don't think yeah. anyone asked anything from you. Um in the words of Miss Seeley, when she said to Miss, I ain't asked nothing for you, not even your sorry ass hand in marriage, right? <laughs> so I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to figure out that's that's a it's a line, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm trying to figure out what is it exactly, like what's provoking y'all to say and do these things, and nobody's yeah. even calling you out for it. We don't want yeah. it. Nah, the man got ugly feet, and he did something, you know, to yeah. to compensate that in a way. Yeah, and y'all still complain, right? <laughs> <laughs> and to me, it's on brand. Like it's Whiskey Whiskey is kind of like a rock star. He's not really—he's a rapper, but he's like a rock star. And, and you wouldn't say none of that stuff with Ozzy Osbourne or yes. any of them rock stars who paint their nails and stuff like that. Like it's just a bunch of actual like macho culture and like the whole what a real man is like. You know, and I feel like we need to deconstruct some of that stuff. Like what a real we man got to. or woman is because like, it's just—it's yeah. just too much. It's like. I hate that those conversations. Like a real man wouldn't do this. A real man wouldn't do that. Real man, like, but you might be the like, same nigga busting your woman across <clears throat> the head. Right. Can't even maintain a healthy relationship with a woman, but yet you got a. You want to. You probably <laughs> even got a real job. Right. And I don't want right. a job shame. You know what I'm saying? But you 40. <laughs> yeah. And you. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, yeah. and <laughs> I see stuff like that on Instagram all the time. I think it's funny that, but like, um, people are talking about you know real men. Back in the fifties or something like that, said so they would have beat their wife if they didn't have dinner ready. Them the same niggas who had a, a whole family two miles down the road. You know all these real men that y'all like, you know, put up. You know, was really trifling niggas. You know what I'm saying? And Lois, they were just good <laughs> providers. They were right. just good providers. That's it. They brought home Listen, a check. They brought home a check, and I was a good man. You know, he's a yeah. good man, Savannah. He's a good but man, they- Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was alcoholics and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. it's just crazy. Like, you know, uh stuff like that. You know, they wasn't going to therapy. They wasn't none of the things. Um but these are the same niggas on. that these are the same niggas that was weeping and well the way Kevin Samuels died. The same <laughs> And I'm not saying that the man deserved to die. I mean, but he is dead. But what I am saying <laughs> what I am saying is that like I didn't he wasn't no role model. <laughs> and he part of my frat, but he was no role model. You know High what I'm saying? Man. You know, let me get off of that. Um, <laughs> let me get off of that. I was finna, you made me think about something else and it slipped me. And maybe the Lord took it away because I didn't need to. Mm-hmm. My, my grandma said, if you can't remember, that means me, you didn't need to say it. Um, but yeah, there's that. We got we got to have a conversation about what a man, what a man, um, mm-hmm. what a mighty good man, because, you know, clearly there's some things, you know, and there's a list of things that people can't do. Like there's a new something every day. I don't want, after, bro, I think I saw a meme 
and I'm gonna I'm I'm let it alone after I get done with this. A woman <laughs> posted something and said, I don't want no nigga that eat breakfast. That's kind of gay. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's gay. I can't eat breakfast. <laughs> yeah, this is, I think it's I can't even eat breakfast. <laughs> I think it's due on TikTok that every time there's something that a woman says that like something is zesty or gay or he writes down like a list on his notes <laughs> of things that niggas can. It's like 89 to 90 things that's, that men can't do. And he's like, you know, can't wear, can't, can't breathe, can't wear bonnets. Can't, can't do this, can't do this. Can't use a fork, can't, can't blow your food. Like all kind of silly stuff, man. So, yeah. I'm going to tell you this. I wear my bonnet because I got to protect these girls. I got to protect these girls. And when I have my especially, braids, I tie them things down. Like, mm-hmm. what? Especially if I have a fresh wash. I'm putting a bottle on. But I'm also trying to actively still grow my hair. I'm trying to see how long. I think I had a conversation with Ash. I was like, I wonder when I'm going to cut it. Like, what's going to be, what length am I going to be okay with? But mm-hmm. to do that, you got to protect it. Like, you can't let your hair dry out. All that different kind of stuff, man. Like, come on. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, and a do-rag is going to flatten it. I need a bonnet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I wear a bonnet. Listen, I wear a bonnet. Me, my wife and my, and my daughter, we be in the bed wearing bonnets. And my wife be like, babe, don't walk around the house with this sleeping. I be like, you're not going to bonnet shame me. <laughs> you're not going to bonnet shame Oh, I know what I want. I know what it was. So speaking of men and their hygiene and like stuff that they do for grooming, I was going on TikTok and this man said that he drinks green smoothies every day and that green smoothies are natural like detox and it gets rid of smells. And because of that, he hasn't worn deodorant in eight years and he has no smell. People like, people like, where your smell? I don't have one. I want I want to submit to you that you've probably just gotten used to your natural muscle. Yes. Yes. Um, because you stink. Mm-hmm. The people who use natural deodorant stink. Yeah. And I'm about, I'm about, about to get on my rampage. It's just going to be my greater conversation. So, but I'll, <laughs> I'll just, you know. Um, but you probably do, like, especially if you get active, you stink. Yeah. And you may not have like an odor, like you may not smell like booty, mm-hmm. but you stink after a while. Yeah. yeah. yeah you do. You do. Mm-hmm. You yeah. do. And tell me, yeah. oh, when I do you, I just put a little lime juice on it. So now you're sticky and stinky. And there's nothing you can say to convince me mm-hmm. that you don't stink. Yeah. Now, if you want to use the natural deodorants, you know, I got a cousin who do it saying he actively takes his deodorant with him to reapply. Because he realizes, but he just likes the fact that there's no aluminum. I said, aluminum for me. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to smell. Wrap me up like a to-go plate, fam, in the aluminum. Because <laughs> I'm going to have this 72-hour protection. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Mm-mm. I'm going to deodorize. I'm going to deodorize. And if that means I'm up out of here a little sooner than Brian, mm-hmm. I got life insurance. My family will be okay. Yeah. It's just what it is. But, yeah, aluminum ain't taking nobody out. Yeah, okay. You know, listen, your grandma used tussy. <laughs> and, they, and she still here, <laughs> and it was nothing healthy about them. And great number tell, ain't no telling what was in that thick uh, powder that, that they was sticking up under their arm. I'm using tussy. I think my grandma had a tussy. The roll, the roll, the rolling, the roller tussy. Mm-hmm. My grandma, had, she was, and, and them folks back in that day, they were brand loyalists. Like my grandma was using tussy to the day she died. That was like last year, bro. Like. How do they was like? Like, what do you even buy stuff like that, Tussie? Bro, t- I have no idea. My grandma uses Doctor Tishner's uh, mouthwash, which is you get so thick, you get it's so thick and strong, you gotta cut it. Oof, mouthwash. Wow. And it's, I, I did it by myself. I thought I, I thought I thought my gums was falling out my mouth. That stuff was so. <laughs> but she won't use nothing else. She white diamond. Mm. She listen. 
brand you're right brand loyal yeah mm-hmm. brand loyal list anyway something about them old them old people man i love them um yeah, last but not least on the billboard is the justins justin pearson and justin the other one in nashville they both got reinstated <laughs> unanimously <laughs> by their by their local governing board um, and they are now yeah justice for the justice um so um what tennessee meant for evil Glory to God. God oh, meant for good. Somehow. They have they have strong platforms now, and they're even more visible to the world. And we are super excited that they've both been reinstated. I do think I think our next fight is the fact that Tennessee is probably going to reinstate laws or try to create laws that kind of um, prevent this kind of automatic reinstatement of them and things mm-hmm. like that. But I'm so glad they've been able to speak out and do their things. And you know, Justin's, if y'all are listening, we would love to have y'all on the show. Love to talk about what's going on in the community, how we can support and what can be done to, you know, to, to further move along um, the great yeah. work that y'all are doing. Anything you want to add to that, Brian? Yeah. Uh, Justin, Justin Jones and Justin Pearson. There it the is. Names. Jones. Yeah. Jones. Uh, I think hey, I think we've said enough um, about it. Racism is alive and well. I'm going to repeat Josh all the time. White supremacy is the ocean and not the shark. Not the shark. Like, it's every area, every facet. Clearly, there were three of them. Two of them got expelled. One of them did not. Mm-hmm. We can kind of do the common denominator on not the common denominator, but the yeah, the common yeah. denominator what they are and what that young woman wasn't. Uh, and don't tell me it was because of sex. Just, just not do that. Nope. It was um, race. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Um now I will say that white woman been standing beside them brothers. I will yeah. say that she's been showing her support, but in mm-hmm. terms of the actions, yeah. she was saved because of that, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and just there there's always gonna be a situation where the enemy is always going to try to find ways to continue to oppress oh yeah and that's what we're seeing right now A- active like not even not even closed you know the enemy is there they want to oppress you but then they also want to act like the victim when when you've done something mm-hmm. when they've done something to you mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and it's it's the same game it has not changed they've been doing it since the beginning of time they're going to keep doing it our role and our job is to be proactive um, to do things and you know to make sure that we set ourselves up to to not allow them to do things to us because they're gonna keep trying to play games because they know yeah. that they're not strong. Uh, they're not that strong, so that's, yeah. that is what it is. All right, well, this wraps up the billboard because we have an amazing living room. I'm so excited, I'm looking forward to we it. We got yeah, we got some of our friends, our new friends, new friends coming yeah. in, fellow podcasters, champagne wise. We've been um, communicating on the social medias and supporting each other. Mm-hmm. We really love what they're doing over there. Kelly and Nicole. Yes. And, um, we cannot wait to let y'all meet them because, listen, we about, we about to cut up a little bit to have some good conversations around yep. these people y'all love, this Dwayne and Whitley situation. Oh. Um, so grab your drinks, grab your popcorn, grab your snacks, grab your peanut brittle, whatever it is that you like to eat. You know, we, we, we eat in the living room over here. I know our mama we didn't do. let us do it, but we breaking down that generational rule. We eat in the living room. So come on, grab your stuff, and let's have this good living room conversation. Let's do it. All right, Puzzle Pieces, thank you very much for sticking around for our very important segment, which we call The Living Room, for those that are new to the podcast. And we have some very special guests, and I love it because what happens when somebody comes over your house, you make sure that the house is clean. We we pay for, for people to come over, clean up the house. <laughs> it looks clean in here uh, because we have two wonderful ladies of the Champagne Wives podcast. We have Nicole and Kelly. So for those that haven't heard of them before, they are here, and they're going to introduce themselves. I'm going to start with you, Nicole, and then... After that, Kelly, uh, let people know about who you are, what you do, 
Uh, and thank you for being here. Sure. Thank you for having us. And my name is Nicole. I am one half of the Champagne Wives podcast. Um, I am a mother. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an HR professional. Wear a lot of different hats um, and I'm very passionate about every single one of them and thrilled to be here. <laughs> well, hi. I am the other half of Champagne Wives podcast. I'm Kelly and I am a wife. I am a mom. I also work in human resources. Oh. Um, I'm also an entrepreneur and I am also a Proud HBCU graduate. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just Come on, HBCU graduate. Which which, which school? If you don't mind, <laughs> if you don't yes. mind telling us. I went to the Southern University in Baton Rouge. I love that because you, you it's hard. You're hard pressed to find an HBCU graduate who won't say the in front of their school name. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all the. Um, so. Thank you. With a Thank capital T H E. Capital, right? <laughs> if you want to be a little bougie, put another E on there because as you the let them know. The big K is not the lower case, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what's up. So again, thank y'all for being on the show. Um, yep. We're going to have a really in-depth conversation around something we've already talked about before, but I don't think we could ever talk about it enough. Um, a different world deserves all of its flowers and relationships it always does. evolving and changing and growing. And me and Brian don't know everything, right? So we also no. brought some women into the um, into the living room, married women. Um, yeah. So there's a different perspective than what we have. But before we get into it, we mm -hmm. like to play this game called Culture Code. And Brian is going to yes. explain the rules. Now, it's real simple. You don't have to yes. worry. It's not like trivia or anything like that it's it's it's, 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 it's it's about some real black <laughs> take stuff. a sip it's about some real black stuff uh but brian let them know what culture code is and let's jump into it all right so for those that haven't watched or listened to the show before coach code basically is we ask you a series of questions really it's more or less of this or that you mm -hmm. choose right and uh we do judge you based off of that so depending mm -hmm. on what your answer is <laughs> we're, we're gonna judge you i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hold you we ain't gonna hold you we judge you <laughs> we judge you uh so <laughs> right we got we got i got tequila so we we are right so we, we have a great time <laughs> All right, so y'all ready? Okay, yeah, yeah. cheers. All right, so we're going to start with film and movies. Okay, again, this mm -hmm. is a simple this or that. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, love and basketball or brown <laughs> sugar? Oh, love and basketball. Ooh. Mm. I'm going to do... <laughs> Look how he's sipping. Why are you sipping like that? <laughs> I'm going to do love and basketball too. Man, yeah, sex with that man, her grandma pearls. The ancestors were so what? disappointed. They were so disappointed. It's, it's a love story for me. It, it yeah. might be it a is. toxic love story, but it's, it's a love story for me. Yeah. It's, it's a, toxic. It's a love it's story. It's a toxic love story. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, all right. Coming to America or boomerang? Boomerang. Oh, that was so quick. That was so quick. No, I love it though. I'm a coming to America guy. It's boomerang for me. Black creatives before creatives was even a word on like Earth a kid. Listen. Black, successful, just bad ass, classy. But not, not, as much of, of, not as much of a love story as coming to America. Yeah. What? What do you mean? I just feel like coming to America was a real, real love story. It, like it was. It was. Love story. It was. I mean, I'm not taking away from coming to America because that's one of my favorites. Yeah. I guess in my top five, my top mm -hmm. three. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
All right. Great taste. It's great. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Let's get, let's get ghetto here. All right. Mm. Uh, Boys in the Hood or Juice? Mm. Oh, Boys in the Hood. Oh, Boys mm. in the Hood. That's my answer. Boys in the Hood or Juice? I used to like Juice. Too bad. You got the Juice. You got the Juice now. <laughs> you, got the ju- you got the Juice now. <laughs> now. Like, what, like, what is that? <laughs> it's the Juice, right? What a line. You got the Juice the now. Juice. Like, what can you do with juice? Like, it's just like street credibility. What is that? Yeah, like, it's street cred. You run the streets, Brian. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't judge me. Why the hell was too sad? Well, they both sad. They both have like really sad deaths. Yeah. 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 It just gave me a peek into Ricky! a life that I had never, ever. <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I. I'm from Southern California. It's like I understand. You're from Pomona. You're from, from Pomona. Pomona. You are not. Don't do from... me like that. Don't, don't do my city like that. I'm just saying. Wow. Don't do my city like it that. ain't LA. I'm from the suburbs. You're from the suburbs. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. V- visit Pomona. We'll see what's up. Uh, no, all right. <laughs> all right. So, uh, insecure or living single? Oh, my God. Insecure. Hey, what? <laughs> oh, Jesus. The yang and the yang. Mm-hmm. Living single. Living I mean, single walks or insecure could run. That would. Uh, true. But I love Maxine. That's a good point. I love oh, you Maxine. like Maxine? Oh, I Maxine Shaw, Attorney at Law, the Maverick. Oh, I loved her. Loved her, loved her. I don't know. Living single. I didn't like that, y'all, for some reason. You didn't. What? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> what happened? She said she didn't like it. You didn't like it? For some reason. It just wasn't my. I, it just wasn't Ooh. a show that I was like, I need to watch this show. Like, there were other shows that I was more <laughs> interested in watching other than Living Single. Scooter. There's that Regine. judgment. There's that judgment. It is. <laughs> it is my all time favorite show of, like, ever. Like, really? ever. I've no. I've watched I've watched it I binged it <laughs> 80, 80,000 times now I have. It's it's, well, you should have said insecure girlfriend. Oh, girlfriend mm-hmm. is that show for me? Girlfriends is really. Good. I enjoy girlfriends, girlfriends. but living single still. Like living living single? single still walks, really? so they all could run the sprint. Oh <laughs> uh, you have to tell me what you love about living. Like, why are you so in love with that show? It what was just like like it's it's similar to why I love Boomerang. The dynamics of like these twenty something black people. Like, do, it's I mean, it's it's pretty much insecure was in a sense, right? You see them come up, you eventually see them become successful. How they navigate life. They were like really inclusive and telling stories that really weren't being told in the nineties in that way. That's true. Um, so I don't know. It's just a well rounded like see, now season five. We don't talk about season five, but one through four. <laughs> <laughs> season five because they were they were on the tail end. Yeah, oh, they were fishing, they were fishing for a storyline. Yeah, oh, they were because because what Kyle left. Oh, it was. Yeah, okay. Regine left. She, yeah. she we were seeing her want to get married the whole show, and then she all of a sudden got engaged and disappeared. So it was weird. They were oh, ending. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna let okay. you have it though. Give me perspective. Yeah, Listen, I, 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 I've said it before. I'm gonna say it again. Living single is just the Black Golden Girls. That's all it is. No, <laughs> no Brian, it's, it's a black Brian, golden girl. You, you said this before. It's a black golden girl. Young women, the golden girls are older, who are, like retired, no life left to live. Yeah, same like, concept. These were, these were young, agile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> their own way. Y'all, y'all, I love my brother. Y'all see what I deal with? A young girl, black golden girl. <laughs> Brian, ask this next question. It's the same. It's the same characters. Go back and watch it. Same characters. All right. Uh, all right. Some music. 
you're saying regime is uh regime is, uh, is the fast one. What's Blanche? Okay, and then uh Rose and St. Clair oh, are the Saint same. Clair. No, uh, St. Clair and Rose. Oh, you St. Clair Rose. You might be on something. You might be. Don't encourage this. Don't I'm telling you, Khadija <laughs> and Khadija. <laughs> and... The taller white lady and 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 uh, Dorothy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. See? You might be on something. But the love interests weren't there. Yeah, they, they didn't have the men in the house. That was that was the that was the, the switch. They were old, Brian. All the men were dead. Boy, listen, Blanche was getting it. Blanche was getting it. Blanche, Blanche was in the street. Blanche was in the Shoulder pads and everything. All right, let's do some music. All right. So, Mama's Gun or Miseducation of Lauren Hill? Mm. Miseducation of Lauren Hill. I'm going to say Miseducation as well because Mama's Gun, I should know, but so I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know who that is. Full Erica Badu. Erica Badu. Erica Badu. Oh, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no shade. No shade to Erica Badu, but the miseducation of Lauren Hill. I mean, that was like a, a capstone album. Yeah, that me. album was amazing. Amazing things were like popping off for me in life. Oh, and like I have like there's a soundtrack to yeah. a very mm. important time in my life. So mm-hmm. Lauren Hill for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I- yeah, I know Erica, but Miseducation takes it to it's better than Mama's Girl, right? Oh, all right. <laughs> it was. It still is. Like, yeah, I could still put the album on and listen to it from the front to the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. It's cool. All it's right. Okay. I know you and your okay. feelings about that. I know. So, it's, it's all right. It's all right. It. Yeah. Um, SWV now. Don't do or, this to me. Don't do this to me. Or Destiny's Child. Oh, Houston, stand up. No, you you might as well just say you might as well say it like you want to say it and bring the mess to say it's the review and <laughs> no, come on now. Like that's not it's even. Not in my mind is not an apples to apples comparison. It's um, so for me, it's 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 Destiny's Child. There's just more of a body of work to be able to bop to. For mm-hmm. me, it's SWV ah! because it's just, because the same reason why Miss Education is just like it's like a capsule in time in the nineties. It just it was a feel good time for me in my life as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's just it's SWV. I thought you were gonna say SWV and Escape, and then that that would have been I've been on the floor with that one. Right. Like, I, like, I just would make it's a tie because right. those two groups are just it's a tie. My childhood, huh? It's a tie. Between SWV and Escape? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, to me, to me. What I need from yeah. you is understanding. That's because I, I want to understand. It would be Escape for me. Um, what? It would be a tie and then Escape. I, I'm naturally an alto, and Candy's voice was—I mm. I could hit the notes. Every man wants a woman. I, 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 yeah. 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 There you go. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> It's SWV every time. Jack I'm so new Jack Swing all day. My favorite genre. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Well, all cool. right. All right. <laughs> uh, couple, couple more. We'll get into the into the conversation. Uh, yeah. Big spoon or little spoon? Ooh. Wait, what's that? Wait, what? <laughs> 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 Do you ever to be the big spoons when you're like lying in bed? Do you like to be held or do you like to hold? Oh, oh, neither. <laughs> I'll be hot. You be hot at night. I need my space. You be hot at night. Okay. She said, "Get you off of me." My space, child. Um, you so hot. You are hilarious. Okay, what? Um, for me, little spoon. But um, 
And it feels real weird to be the big spoon. I remember like, sometimes the, the man shot. wants to wants to be the little spoon every sometimes. once in a while. Every now and then. Every once in a while. Right. Back. Right. But <laughs> spoon him more though. often than that, I like to be little spoon. I like wearing boots too. Mm. Mm. Oh. <laughs> 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 Oh, all right. Two opposite ends of the spectrum. Leave me alone. Don't touch me. I want this to go somewhere. I, mm-hmm. I get it. It's all right. Okay. I prefer the like the chest. Not necessarily mm. spoon because I get hot, but laying on top of the chest. And for yeah. the movie on, I fall asleep. That's that's my piece. Okay. Mm. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Sport. All right. I just saw. I just saw a TikTok real quick on like different positions of sleeping, and the guy was like, you know, if you have your head on my chest, then um, just know that your head is heavy as hell. <laughs> and I'm like, I might. Wait, and your hair is big as hell. I can't see. I might not wake up. <laughs> just know that there's a risk that I might die if your head is. <laughs> 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 And don't okay. about when you go to sleep and all that weight just be dead. It just be there. Right yeah. That arm, that arm, man. I mean, yeah, that stuck. arm be dying. Yeah, the arm dies. All, right. all of that. Like, all of it. But, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. One more. One more. Uh, oof. I'm going to do strategy culture. Uh, let's do the stuff that the people love. Um, okay. Sweet or savory grits? A grits? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right, thank you. That's the, only only one That's the only one answer. I've never heard of sweet grits before. People do it. The people do it. People do it. Unfortunately, they do it. Oh, they people push, will put sugar in grits. sugar in grits? They do it. I don't know. I've heard of sugar and oatmeal. I think that's more of like a, a, an up north thing, um, to be honest. Because when I like when I came down here, I said, oh, I never had grits this savory before. Oh, really? But yeah, Probably and I was well. into grits when I was up north because I was like, mm. like I'd rather have oatmeal. Right, or cream of wheat. Mm-hmm. If you want sweet grits, yeah, you might as well get yeah, cream of wheat. Up down here, down south. So. Yeah. All right. That was fun. Well, that was fun. That was so that was fun cool. and interesting. You got one more? I, I think we learned a lot. You want one more? One more. One more. Oh, okay. One more, Brian. So, should, should I do <laughs> an open? We got one more. Should I do an open-ended question? Or, or, ooh, uh, ooh. Should I do open-ended or should I do a, a finish this line or a... Uh, okay. Um... Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's tough. Pull your best uh, should, out, Brian. I don't know. Should I do film? Y'all, y'all pick the topic: film, television, music, romance, or just black culture. I say black culture. I second that. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go real black. Malcolm X or Martin Luther King? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, we said a good one, Sean. We did. What <laughs> <laughs> you asked for? <clears throat> wow. Oh, I mean, it's like picking a child. Which I can't love more. Like, I don't even. I, can't, I don't have nothing to say. Go you just go pour your champagne. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'm gonna default to pour your champagne. <laughs> if I have to choose one, <laughs> sorry, I have to choose one. Um, I know what the answer should be, but I'm gonna give you the answer that. I would choose Malcolm X. Okay. Okay. Don't ask me why, but that's what I would choose. I know what I should choose, but the one that I have chosen is Malcolm X. 
Okay. I'm going to go with Justin Pearson. That's like Malcolm X and MLK had a baby. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> He from Memphis, so I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a let, I'm a let you ride. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, he's right there in the middle, y'all. Yes. Listen, so I, I'm Malcolm X all day. I don't, you know, I'm a Malcolm X guy, so that's my guy. I think I'm more king, you know, you know, if I had what, to choose, you know, not just the white one. Because, because he's a he's he's like why? why Morehouse. Okay. Well, I am. He is. We are Morehouse brothers, so we can start there. I don't there. want to put it out there. Okay. But <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We are Morehouse brothers, and then okay. so for, and for the company I work, so I'm a DEI manager, and our entire program okay. is based on one of King's philosophy. So I I follow okay. it very closely. You know, so you know, and at the end of his life, he got a lot more radical. So you know, there's duality. There. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he changed the trajectory of history. I mean, I know Malcolm X did a lot mm -hmm. as well, but I don't think from a policy standpoint that he was able to get more done right. than MLK. Yep. Right. Um, so you have to take that into account too. Yeah. But yep. I respect how destructive uh Malcolm X was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um and honest and honest. And yeah. he was just like straight between the eyes, yeah, right? With um, yeah. what he was what he was promoting, what the message he was trying to convey. Fearless, spoke truth to power, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and highly intelligent. Like, I'd love it. So, yeah, they both yeah. give their flowers. Yeah. They do. <laughs> they, do. Right. they do. We give them their flowers. I, but I don't know if Malcolm X was messing with white women. So that's just neither here nor there. I'm putting that out there. <laughs> Yeah, then that element, that element of Malcolm X. Y'all saw the movie with Denzel. He was lost for the, like the first part of his life. His, like, <laughs> he, was like, he was in the streets. He had a perm. He was messing with white women. Looking like looking like a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's what the movie. Spike Lee. That's what Spike Lee said. He was Spike Lee said, it must be gospel. Right. Okay. That's what Spike Lee said. I'm gonna go with Spike. <laughs> oh. Oh, all right. Well, great uh, stuff. Great, great, stuff. great, great, great stuff. So we're going to jump head into the conversation. Mm -hmm. um, and as y'all know, we've already set it up. We're talking about a different world, but mainly relationship. I don't want to say goals, but about relationships and using Dwayne and Whitley as kind of a case study uh, mm -hmm. for, you know, how relationships kind of evolve. Right. So. If you're familiar with A Different World, it is, you know, based at the fictional Hillman College. Shout out to the sweatshirt that's on the screen. And mm -hmm. so that was that was there in Virginia. And it followed, you know, this group of college students and how they navigate HBCU life. And from the very beginning, well, you know, let me, let me just start here. We, season don't one count, exist. we don't count season one. <laughs> we don't count season one. It was so bad. But, De but Debbie oh, Allen came. Oh, yeah. yeah, Debbie Allen came and said, and listen, bad and all that. you know, I'm, I'm going to fix it. So within it, Dwayne and Whitley started to entertain an idea of what it meant to like flirt. And they, you know, they had kind of had like, oh, I ain't feeling him because he ain't got money. And he was like, oh, she too bougie. I don't know that. But they, you know, they 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 got together eventually, right? They they set up those differences. And throughout that, they had ups and downs, like common college relationships will 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 have, especially with young adults, 20-something. And they eventually get married. Now their marriage. Didn't start in a conventional way. It started in a very epic wedding scene that we saw. You know, she was marrying a senator, a state senator, uh, who went mm -hmm. on to be, you know, Olivia Pope's daddy. Um, mm -hmm. I, be I believe, I believe that's, I believe that's, that's, why, that's when he turned bad. He turned bad. <laughs> that woman left him at the altar. He was like, I'm about to go kill people for the rest of my life. Um, oh my. So Dwayne came and was like, baby, please, baby, please. And Willie was mm -hmm. like, I do. 
And the preacher <laughs> said to who? And she said, I'm sorry. Right. And then they got married. No, no certificates, no counseling, no nothing. Next thing we see is next season. We see them at the Rodney King ride celebrating their honeymoon in L.A. Right. So it's just like nothing happened. Right. It's just happily ever after. But there's so much that happened in between in terms of how they loved each other. And I think the culture has positioned them as relationship goals. And I think that is a very lofty title for them personally. Uh, I don't agree with them in relationship goals. I think they, they are relationship ex a, a real example of what relationships can be. So I just want to open it up very generally uh, before we get into some of the nuances. What are your thoughts, Kelly Nicole, about Dwayne and Whitley um, as a couple? You want me to hold her? Okay. <laughs> um, wearing the sweatshirt. <laughs> my thoughts on Dwayne and Willie. I don't know. Like, when that episode came out, like, mm -hmm. obviously, I was, like, with everybody. Screaming, excited. Yep. I mean, I was just like, yes, go get your woman. Because it was just the buildup, mm -hmm. right? At first, like, you know, at the beginning, they were annoying each other. He didn't like her because he thought that she was bougie. She didn't like him because she thought that he was a nerd or lame or whatever the case may be. And then over the years, you kind of see the dynamic. They decided that they had crushes on each other, yep. decided to try the relationship out. Then they broke up and he went to China or Japan, wherever, met Kinu, brought mm. Kinu back to Hillman. <laughs> and then she was jealous. Tell the story. Tell the story. And so that was funny. So it was a buildup. And I think that the audience was just kind of like on that roller coaster ride with Dwayne mm. and Whitley. And mm. I think all of us, you know, towards the end of the show wanted to see them together because we had just been on this journey with them for the entire yeah. season. Do I think that they are relationship goals? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't see anything wrong with what he did, right? Okay. You know, if, that, if you love a person and you are about to lose said person and it was very evident, from the episodes that they still have very strong feelings for each other. Yeah. Um, then I think that, you know, you have to fight for what you want. And I think it took an immeasurable amount, amount of like strength and, you know, confidence to be able to get up and do that. Now, okay. now this is all like TV, scripted TV. But sure. I'm, I'm sure it happens every day. Okay. Sure. It happens every day. So like, I just, I was not mad at that at the time. I just really wasn't. Um, because I think that she still loved him and had feelings for him. Now, mm -hmm. if she did not have any feelings or she was moved on and, you know, there was no indication that like he was doing the right thing or that there was like a potential for them to get back together, then, yeah. you know, you're just being an asshole, right? You're being disruptive. But because there was such a strong feeling there between the two of them, I think that, you know, I, I don't know. I was happy to see him do that and get his woman. Mm -hmm. And um, them live happily after, ever after. I don't know if that answers your question, but that's just my my whole take on the Whitley and Dwayne love story. No, that's an answer for sure. Okay. <laughs> so I, I not that I disagree with everything that you said, but a, a, a part of it. Um, I think that what were goals within that relational dynamic was how heavily he pursued her. Mm, uh, okay. He was really he was really intentional about what it is that like he wanted from her, and there were always times where he was deliberately creating moments, right, for mm. for for a kiss or to say like you know Whitley, like I always will view you as my woman. Um, so I think that 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 part was were goals. Um, and I think there's, I can't think that there's any woman who doesn't want to be pursued like that by a man that, you know, she actually has feelings for. 
might be a little unsure of, but that she has mm-hmm. feelings for nonetheless. So yes, that part was goals. Um, but when he cheated on her uh, while they were engaged, not did he cheat? He went on a date. He went on a date. Oh yeah. Yeah, she gave him back the ring. That wasn't gold. That's how they broke up. Yes, that wasn't gold. Um, oh, I forgot. Because, and I know that might, it's probably it's very normal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very evident at that point that they were in an exclusive relationship, and like going out on a date would not be appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, but that part wasn't goals. But I would say the way in which he knew what he wanted and he continued to pursue it and yes he's human and he made mistakes but even after he made mistakes he still went after her i would Mm -hmm. say that that sense of pursuit and that intentionality to make sure that she knew how he felt all the time yeah that's goals okay yeah uh great point i would kind of say something similar i would say in terms of we're talking about goals and not goals um to your point i think the fact that he was able to articulate a lot of times how he felt um, as a college student in the early 90s, it, it, you know, it's 2023 and men still have a hard time articulating their feelings yeah. and their emotions for uh, a woman uh, uh, or uh, whoever they're attracted to. Let me say that. Yeah. Um, so it, it's so to see him do that was something I think felt like was pretty, pretty great. Although he had the opportunity probably to try to, you know, shoot his shot the night before when they were together hanging out he still found the opportunity to say, Hey, this is what I want and articulate mm-hmm. his, um, his, his feelings mm-hmm. for her throughout the the series. Um, and I, 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 I would say, I appreciate that he tapped into his, his, um, his, his feelings that way. Mm-hmm. But you remember there was another opportunity too, when mm-hmm. Whitley called him and he denied mm-hmm. that phone call. And then he eventually went over there on his own terms and they mm-hmm. had sex. And instead of them having a conversation, um, he, he let it ride. It was like, just go with Byron. So he in that, but so it was, there were a few opportunities <laughs> after, yeah. a, after that breakup that he had. Right. And, and again, this is not me blaming Dwayne or, mm-hmm. or Whitley. Cause I think Whitley has some, cause even she admitted that one of her hangups was the fact that he wasn't her Prince Charming because of his background. Mm-hmm. So he was, you know, he came from a very middle-class mm-hmm. um, family. He, he couldn't, she even said like you were nerdy, immature and didn't have a car. Right. So Willie was very materialistic. Right. Mm-hmm. She wanted what she wanted. Julian. Remember that boyfriend. Um, and then Byron provided a sense of security that Dwayne didn't have because he he denied the Kanishiwa job to do another to do, pursue the Ph.D. program in math. Um, so I think they were well, missed, first on the whole. You know, what I'm saying it's, it's, it's one of my shows. <laughs> that's, it, that's true. It's, it's living single and then, you know, a different world. I, I, you know, right. I'm, I'm currently <laughs> revenging it now. Um, but yeah. So, like, I think they both had opportunities. Um, but w- the reason why I say that they're not goals is because one, I think Willie played for me way too many games to finally get him right. Mm-hmm. And I and I get it. I, I was saying it earlier. I get them grace because they were really young. They were mm-hmm. seniors in college, right? So yeah. that's really really young. You're still trying to figure it out. All this different kind of stuff. But on at, on the flip side of though, he was, I think he was way too forgiving in some spaces. But he he projected some of those insecurities that would allow him to be so forgiving on her. He belittled her intellect a lot. Um, and anytime she talked about like her job or sometimes like being, they were in the, the academic competition. He was like, you do know this is like about smart people. Right. And so it was mm. like those kind of moments that she consistently put up with that he consistently put out there. Um, I don't know. They have a very interesting dynamic and I, and I give them that because they're young. Right? They are young. Um, but it's just, I don't know if I was Byron one, I don't know. 
I'm, I'm interested. I'm going I'm to I'm ask you th- y'all this question straight up. As women, how would you have felt or handled for the love of your life, right? To finally be like, come on, baby, please, at your at the wedding to this new man, right? So yeah, he pursued her, but mm-hmm. you finally did it. Like you got like the 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 ultimate confidence at my wedding. Oh, that's a good question. I, I just want to circle back. Like they were young, and were young. I mean, even older people do are not emotionally intelligent in sure. most cases, sure. right? And so when you're dealing with 19, 20, 21, I'm assuming you're old. Like you're dealing with a lot of emotions and immaturity. And you know, you mentioned that you know she he said things to belittle her. Um, in some instances, and he also said a lot of things to uplift her as well. Sure. And so um, that was the dynamic of their relationship. For me, I'm looking at, see, my my motives are would have been different. Like, I'm looking at, what is life going to be like after this wedding child? going <laughs> 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 to the LA riots on a honeymoon. Right. That's my point. That's my point. Like, you know, Whitney, Whitley was this whole bourgeoisie person the entire season mm-hmm. she's a southern belle yep. she dated successful men so one would think that that is what she was interested in right mm-hmm. and then you mm-hmm. have Dwayne who is this anomaly who's somebody that she wasn't interested in who she ended up falling in love with who, who to your point is not even perfect right and so mm-hmm. um she made the decision to go to follow her heart I don't think she followed her head so to answer, answer that question, I didn't like sit down. With the senator, which is what I think realistically what she really portrayed what she wanted throughout the entire, you know, um show. Yeah. Well, I think mm-hmm. the question is, did she want emotional security and stability or right. did she want the financial uh, mm-hmm. stability and security? And Dwayne represented the former and Byron represented the latter. Yes. Correct. So um, her head won out in that game. Not her, her heart won out in that Correct. game. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, and ew, whew, listen, <laughs> if I were at the altar mm-hmm. marrying the placeholder, mm. so that's what Byron was. He placeholder. was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with um, that. And then the person who I really want. But that's not to call him a placeholder, though. He was, but he was nice to her. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, he gave her all the things that she wanted. And emotionally, like, he was also there for her. For her. So she still may, she be, may have been emotionally yeah. tied up with Wayne mm-hmm. Wayne. But this guy was more than a placeholder. He was a, he was a good guy. He was, like, a legitimate guy. But so, so then, before I answer the question, let me ask this question. Okay. Do most women want you know, do they want the bunny slope? Do they want what what oh. is easy to achieve to attain, or do you want something that has that makes you feel like the 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 juice was worth the squeeze? Mm. Did I say that that word? <laughs> yeah, the juice the juice was worth the squeeze. Like I think Dwayne was a classic case of the juice is worth the squeeze. Like there was there was tension, there were ups and downs, there were highs and lows, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, the juice was great. Um, I, I don't know if like if I don't know if Byron was giving that same satisfaction mm. as it relates to that relational dynamic. As what do you call it? The healthy the healthy tussle. The healthy the healthy tussle is what yeah. she likes mm-hmm. to call it, yeah. which is cold word for a little bit toxic. 
Just a little bit. Listen, do you like what level of satisfaction do you feel after you've you've done something? If like you know that like I had to if I'm going to I don't know, let's just say I'm going to like go to a weightlifting competition. Like you feel satisfaction because like you've trained, you prepared, yeah, you earned it. You had some wins, you've earned it, right? Versus something that's easy to come by. Like mm-hmm. people, people, you appreciate it more. And I think that like she, she knew what, she had sweat equity, blood equity, heart equity in mm-hmm. that relationship with Dwayne. Um, and to see all of that investment potentially fall to the wayside, I mean, that, that living potentially a life of regret with Byron. Yeah. So, um, if, if my, if my, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, and like first because if you, you know, know easy street, no woman wants easy street like that when it comes to a to a man. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think easy street is what a lot of women want. That I don't is... think Byron was giving easy street. I think Byron was giving like the lifestyle that she wants. I think that when you are like just from her, like a better word, on somebody, the healthy tussle that you talked about, like sometimes it's hard <laughs> to separate yourself from the. Like what is what's best for you? Now, like I said, I'm, I'm yeah. going to journey with him. I love the show. I love when he did what he did. We were all just kind of emotionally invested as a contract. He personally, like what I what what I have done in that situation. Mm-hmm. And I like I just feel like you know in that moment, everything that she was looking for in terms of like her dream life was right there in front of her with Byron. Mm-hmm. And then I yeah. think when he stood up, because she wouldn't have said anything. But when he stood up and he was just like, well, Lizzie, you have me here as a thousand. And he was just, she, she still didn't say nothing. Then he's like, please, baby, please. Like, what, what else you gonna do, right? I'm sure she started throbbing in her vagina, Charlotte. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, a rush of emotions. We all did just watching it. Like, Person would to stand up and say, "Don't do it, Nicole." I probably would turn around. You would turn go. around. That's mm-hmm. that's, yes. that's wow. Okay, but I can but I can see that, especially if you have the doubts. love of my life. Yeah, soulmate. Yeah. But do y'all believe in soulmates? Soulmate, twin flame, love of my life. Yes, I'm out. Let's go. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't know. I don't, I don't have that level of passion behind it, but <laughs> you know. I think people are together for a reason. And I think sometimes people can get caught up in just having too much passion in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think people can be so meant mates, but that means that they're meant to build together. They're meant to mm-hmm. have kids. Mm-hmm. They're able to, they're, they are able or should or put together or whatever to accomplish certain things together. 
I think a lot of the times the passion in a relationship just kind of burns up and fizzles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a lot of the times very temporary. So yeah. that's why I'm, I, I'm more of a logical. Yeah. I see what you're saying, because like if you depend on the passion, you know, at some point it will go out. And I think you you begin to eliminate what the work requires for marriage. Correct. Right. So like, I'm, I'm going into year 11 and it hasn't been an easy 11 years. Right. I love my wife. Right. Yeah. But there has been work. Right. For us to continue to choose each other beyond mm-hmm. these fuzzy feelings that we had when we first met in college. Correct. Um, so and, and I think always passionate. Right. Like, yeah. You know, your your person may be gorgeous or, or handsome or whatever the case may be, but it's always not going to be that level of passion. Exactly. So if that is not there, then what do you have? What do you have left? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I will exactly. agree that I don't think, I think that was the, I'm now, as much as I believe that there was some, some stuff, right? I also don't believe that Byron was that man for her either. So I, I 100% agree with that, right? I, I just think, all right, cool. Baby, baby, please, we together. I don't know that I would have stepped at the altar and got married right then, though. It's like, all right, cool. Let's figure this out. <laughs> let's figure this out, right? Because, like, because we, we, we like turned around and been like, Reverend, come and do these. Yeah, guys. yeah. Like, you know, so I, I wouldn't have done that. that. I wouldn't have done okay. that. But there be conversation. Conversation. Let's refigure it out. And maybe we're not engaged again long because we have such a history. But let's let's figure out what this means for us being back yeah. together. Like they literally yeah. stole that man's that you know that that preacher. <laughs> And then Byron just walked off. Byron just walked off. Byron just walked off. Byron should have popped the trunk on there. I'm from Memphis. I would have been back in their shoes. <laughs> that would not Oh happen. my goodness. It would have been smoke in the city. Pop in the trunk. Not happening. I'd have been throwing all the flowers over. It would have been like we would have been playing right there. And then all you got, all you got is run. Run is four eleven. <laughs> run is four eleven. And I'm, I'm not okay about your little short friend. Like oh, yeah. he was short, and he was like standing back there, like now, nah, fam. And the ushers let him go too easy. It was a lot wrong. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I do have a question. It kind of matches this this energy, right? So within that, uh, I think y'all said that you know she had the passion with um with um what's Dwayne, yep. the lifestyle with Byron. Mm-hmm. As women, do you feel, or just people in general, do you feel that you have to compromise? Like you can't can can somebody have it all, or is there gonna be some level of compromise in finding your forever? I think it's not about a compromise, but it's about a priority. Like, what do you prioritize the most, right? So, if you prioritize, you know, lifestyle over just that that passion, then obviously you go for that. If you if you prioritize passion over lifestyle then you go for that so i just think i don't think it's a choice i just think it's a preference whatever the person's preference is got you okay Mm. (laughs) i I, I think it's it's a preference but i do think within the preference is a compromise Mm -hmm. or potentially a sacrifice right um if your preference is like ideally we're all having a balance right of being able to have the lifestyle and moderate levels of of passion so that you're able because you need connection at the end of the day you need connection and chemistry at the foundation of your relationship and respect loyalty commitment all that stuff needs to be there as well um but you need that in a relationship so that you can reconnect recenter 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the absence of that, I think, makes it really hard for you to feel human in a relationship. Mm. Okay. And if you don't feel human in a relationship or feel like you're tapped into kind of the best of what humanity has to offer when you're in an intimate and in and close relationship, you, it turns into a sacrifice and like a, a, an extreme level of compromise. So yeah. um, I know I'm not really answering the question, but I do feel at times if you prioritize one over the other, you end up sacrificing or overly compromising the other. So in, in a way, if we can find balance, that's, I don't think that's necessarily true because we're not talking about how a person treats you. We're talking about passion, like how you feel yeah. your loins for a person. Or about the connection. Connection. <laughs> we're talking, but no, but connection is something else. He didn't, that was not the question. But connection is like, that's passion. not passion. That's not mm. passion. Connection is not passion? That's a part of passion. You're connecting, but oh, how sorry. a person treats you, I'm not talking like about that. that kind of, that's what you are talking about. You're like, <laughs> what I mean, what I am talking about is connection and passion. Like in the, like, yes, chemistry, chemistry. Okay. But you were saying like, if you don't feel like appreciated, you don't feel like. No, I'm saying if, if you are in a relationship with somebody and you're not necessarily feeling like you're able to connect with that person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have, ke- have chemistry with that person. I am. Passion with that person. Because I think that. When you are passionate and 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 have chemistry with someone, it's a form of connection. Mm. Like you can be in an argument, you can be fighting with your partner, with your spouse, but if at the end of the day y'all have an agreement, listen, at the end of the night, if we fight, we can duke it out, what not duke it out, but we can have our words about it. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, we're not yeah. gonna go to bed angry and and we're gonna we're gonna sex it out and do what we gotta do on oh, the other side. Yes. They connected. That's what I'm talking about. Got you. Okay. More and like I, I say, I think when you don't have the ability to stay physically connected, that's probably the better qualifier. I think it it, it ends up being a sacrifice. It ends up being mm-hmm. a sacrifice for someone or both parties within the relationship. I can see that. But, but is I it? Mean, but is yeah. it worth the wait? Because so, like she didn't get that financial security until like literally the last two episodes. A, it was a gamble. Mm-hmm. It was a gamble. And then she lost her job, so she lost her own security. Like so you know, things the, went things went real bad. Look at the irony there. Look at the <laughs> irony. But I, I would say that like that that's life, right? Sure. Um, life sure. in general is not about getting the immediate gratification. Life in general is about putting in the work, the, the sweat equity, and then being able to reap the reward. Mm-hmm. Um, there are there are a, a few fortunate individuals who are able to get that immediate reward, uh, but most of us. Right, have to have to roll up our sleeves, do the work in order to reap the benefits, and so um, I think that was just really a a depiction of what life is really like. Yeah, it's just probably like vibing the here. Mm -hmm. I mean, the here and now, and Mm -hmm. then Dwayne Wayne in the future because he was. I mean, yes, he came from humble beginnings, but he was obviously a brainiac. He was Mm -hmm. obviously ambitious Mm -hmm. and driven, Mm -hmm. and so I'm sure she had confidence in his ability to eventually be successful um but in comparison to byron who had already made it he was a senator he was already successful um compared to Dwayne, who was essentially just building yeah um you know there's obviously a difference there but i mean not to discount Dwayne wayne in any way shape or form because he was definitely smart Mm -hmm. and ambitious yeah and i'm gonna and i'm gonna say this i think you when the the younger you are in life the the opportunity you have to 
to make the or take that chance, that risk. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like in investments, they say like you have a, a larger time horizon. So you can invest in something that is mm-hmm. liable to not go well because you have a longer horizon to kind of balance yeah. that mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So you know, Dwayne was kind of like the gamble, but it ended up turning out like I, I was Dwayne. Like when I first got married, we have nothing. Uh now. You know, God is good, right? But somebody has to take a risk and be oh, like, yeah. "Won't he do it?" Uh, <laughs> but sometimes you have to take the risk, right? <laughs> and, and, and be like, "All right, this person has ambition; they have a future. May not come from the best background, but yeah, you know, this yeah. person has." What did she say? What's that quote that she says? He was like, "What if you the person's not rich or whatever?" And she was like, and "She says a man's like that is never is never he's never broke. something." Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, so I, I will give her credit to that point that she yeah. kind of saw the diamond in the rough and, yeah. uh, and, and took that risk. So, and, and so did I. Same story here with my husband, too, right? So, same story. We met really young, and I saw there's just the enormous amount of potential in him and his drive and his ambition. And, you know, knew that, you know, eventually he would get us to where we wanted to be and that, you know, life would, would be very interesting. And so I did also, as your wife, right, took that chance and, you know, made my decision and everything that I thought, imagined, envisioned, dreamed has come to fruition and we're only getting that. Now that was younger though. And now I can do it. At 40, I'm not doing that. Listen, <laughs> not at all. That's, that's that's that horizon. That's horizon. Right. You can do yeah. that in your mm-hmm. 20s. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're still young. You can build with a person and you can see the potential. And you can cultivate that potential and, yeah. you know, get to together where you guys want to be, yeah. you know, financially, successfully, whatever the case may be, socially. Um, but as a grown adult, I know I, I don't have time for that. Nah, listen, I said if anything happens to my wife right now, I'm marrying for money. I don't I don't care. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's, yeah, we did the love thing the first time. It's never, right. never going back that route. Money. That's it. Oh my god. That's money, right. money, and you know, spooning that leads to other things. Other than that, like <laughs> that, that's it. That's, that's, it. It. that's, it. that's it. Yeah. Why would that I want to go it. through that again? If Not I you know chance. I have to why? At this like, big why? Age. You pay this big right. Age. Paid you do. At this big age. Yeah. Listen, yeah, someone who's more uh, got some moral standards to help me raise these two boys, and we gonna, you know, we gonna ride it hey, out with this coin. Hey, you don't even have to raise the two kids. Hey, yeah, you don't even have to, that's my job. They already got that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we gotta do. I, I, look, I wouldn't even want to be married again. Like, I don't that's even need the a, thing. He, he would have to be a unicorn. That's like, the thing. Literally. I don't even think I would. I, I might move back to Memphis and like, Mama, I need you. <laughs> I need your help with these kids. I'm just gonna be out here. I'm gonna be out here living. Streets. Street. Hello. Hello. I'm coming. That's hilarious. I ain't doing that shit over again. <laughs> the, the streets for the rest of my life. Speaking of mamas, though, let's make let's 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 make a little turn. So neither one of their parents like their like Dwayne or Willie. Patty LaBelle was like, no. And you know, Willie's mama was like, nah, right. How do you she deal? Die. Yeah, just die. die, just die, right? <laughs> um, even before, like, how do you deal with, or how would you deal with? Not to say that y'all dealt with it, a contrary in law, right? Or, or, or just navigating family, <laughs> navigating family dynamics based on the partner that you chose. Yeah, yeah. So my mother-in-law doesn't care for me. Okay, um, but it's a mutual. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was about to cuss. I said, "Well, effort then, anyway." You know, <laughs> okay, it's okay. mutual. Okay, it's, 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 it's 
one of those situations where, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> I, have, I, I have, I, I have these kids that I'm raising. Mm-hmm. I have this relationship with your son and you're going to respect me as the mother of your grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and if you can't, then I will meet you with the same level of respect. And let me just say that like mine is going to be far more disrespectful than yours. I mean, like that, that's, that's always been the narrative. Um, we all grow. So we all grow. A healthy respect that she has for me because she knows that it could go left. real left, real bad, right? Real quick. Zero to one hundred. Yeah. So um, I just I choose not to. I, I don't. I'm not a person who says like you can't have access to your grandkids. I'm not that. T- I'm not that spiteful. Mm, unless I yeah. feel like there's some jeopardy. But. Um, you know, I always like to tell this story. Like she wore white to, to my wedding. Mm. Oh, like, she wants to be married to her son. Oh my God. Well, that's another episode. That's <laughs> <laughs> complex. Yeah. yeah. But like, you know, it just I think that when it comes to to in-laws or the potential in-laws or the former in-laws, sure. Um, it's important to establish boundaries and it's important mm. to make sure that they know that you're not the one. Or the, um, or the two, or the three for that matter. Ain't no, right. ain't, ain't no silver, gold, or bronze. Right. 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 Um, <laughs> Don't count me. You also, just have to make sure that, like, they know that their behaviors don't face you, right? Mm-hmm. Their behavior that is that is negative doesn't face you. What does the city girls say that, like, that they really don't give an f? And like, you have to make sure that it's really clear that, like, you really don't give an f. But at the end of the day. Especially if there are kids involved, you have you you have what they would actually want to have access to. Mm-hmm. So they just need mm-hmm. to understand that, like, if you need to exercise leverage, you're prepared to at any point in time. Yeah, I think for me, completely different story. Like my in-laws were a great. My mother-in-law was so wonderful. She accepted me and treated me like a daughter from day one. When her son and I were just dating, so never had any issues. I, I would think that. I would say that is reverse for me. Like I had to learn how to set boundaries with my own mom. Just because I think the dynamic between mothers and daughters are so different yeah. than sons and mothers. Like me and, and my mom and my sister are like, just like a parochial. Like we're like super <laughs> close. And, you know, I talked to my mom about everything and she has yeah. been, you know, my confidant, my shoulder to lean on. She guided me. She reared me. She raised me. Um, and she's just been, you know, my everything. And so I I have had to, in my own relationship, uh, establish those boundaries uh, with my mom um, from her inserting herself into like whatever it was that me and my husband were dealing with at the time. And a lot of that was not bringing our issues to her, right? Because I, you know, have, have been guilty of that you know, over time, like going to my mom to discuss whatever issues my husband and I are facing. And then yeah. I've had to learn that that's not right. You know, because my mom is going to have a biased opinion because mm-hmm. one, I'm her daughter. And then mm-hmm. two, she's only hearing one side of the story. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Gonna, how else is she going to react? Right. So I had to learn to set boundaries, um, you know, between my relationship with my mother and my relationship with my husband, but from, um, an in-law, my, my in-law perspective, I, I, I hit the lottery on in-laws because I heard horror stories. Yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was that bad, child. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and a little quick disclaimer. <clears throat> so I have like a father-in-law and a mother-in-law. Father-in-law 
and the lovely lady that he's married to adore. Mm -hmm. the <laughs> she, she didn't like me from, from jump, and that's mm. okay. That's okay. We, we continue to try and navigate through that relationship. But mm. do you think that there was a racial dynamic to it a little bit? Oh. <laughs> Oh. Him up in the spot. No, no, no. Okay. Oh. no. Do I think there was a racial dynamic at play? Um, I don't think there was a racial dynamic at play. What I think was at play was that that I was not I was not allowing her to to manipulate me, um, mm. and and have the influence over how I do things, how I run my household, how I raise my Got kids, you. Okay. how I choose to mm. you know cook, how I choose to do certain things. I wasn't allowing that manipulation to happen. Like it was one of those situations where like she'd come down and visit and then my whole entire house would be rearranged. And I have to say, mm -hmm. so that that's a problem. Like mm -hmm. you're a guest, be a guest. Okay. So mm -hmm. um, that was like mm -hmm. what I feel like. <laughs> that was okay. Yeah. So yeah. Oh. So your mother-in-law is essentially my mom and my, and like <laughs> in my life and my life. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Her mother-in-law is my mother, but she's my mother. I'm the woman. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just a different dynamic. Like, you know oh, I mean? interesting. Yeah. 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 No, I think for, for us, it's different because we, me and my wife, we had two different examples of marriage growing up. So when we got married, she, I think, tried to impose everything that she wished she had saw and was like, my dad never did this. I need you. But like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm not him. So let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's stop there. Right. And let's, let's stop creating rules for problems that don't even exist. Um, so that was a that was a navigating thing, but it also made I had to like taper my expectations because it made me start to look at him like in ways like I don't even want to be around you like that, bro, because you were and yeah. then how you know how do I have my sons? So it was it was it was parents are always an interesting dynamic and in laws yeah. and things yeah. like that. And I think sometimes we we hope for the best, but we get what we get. Right. We get exactly. what we get and we navigate that. it. You can't control it. Right. Yeah. You can't control it. And you know, and I asked you that question about your your mother in law, but my in laws are Nigerian. And you know, mm -hmm. for the longest time I've heard like Nigerians don't like black Americans, right? They don't yeah. want their sons, daughters to marry like black Americans and you know, they think X, Y, and Z about black Americans and you know Although that's what I was being told, I'm glad I gave it a shot because that was not my experience. Not to say that it doesn't happen because sure. I'm sure it does, you know, but that just was not my experience. So I was extremely blessed that that was not a, my, my experience and I was welcomed, you know, by my Nigerian in-laws with open arms. So, mm. yeah. yeah. That's good. I I, I have solid in-laws. Shout out to Alan Jan. Bless you. <laughs> you call them by the first names? Uh, no. yeah, I, I don't call them anything. I just use <laughs> now that I have a daughter, it's Papa and Grandma, so yeah. it gives me the yeah, opportunity. Yeah, it was because I I grew up like you can't call like adults like people that are older than you like by their first name, and right. then I used to call like my uh my father in law Doctor Roberts. He was like, that's too that's too that's too that's really formal too formal. And I was like, but I don't want to call you like Dad, and I want to call you by your first name. And so I used to just never call them anything i used to just find ways to be like hey um and i never will say their names um i used to do that, but it is gary it is full first names at this point <laughs> yeah we in there and you are who you are <laughs> yeah all right so pivot a little bit okay and i don't know how much time we have but pivoting a little bit okay um what are some instant red flags in a relationship mm. Child, this is funny <laughs> we just we just did an episode on red flags uh, yeah, that's, that's question number two. That's question. Yeah, let's just throw it out okay. there. Bring <laughs> in red flags. Bring in red flags. 
So what are the oh, red flags and the next thing oh, green so flags? Second question is green flags. Oh, yeah. Okay, so some red flags in a relationship. Um, someone who doesn't know how to control their temper. Mm -hmm. mm, that's good. Okay. Yep, that's a good one. Someone who's lazy. Right. Doesn't have work ethic. No work ethic. Um, mm. Someone who just doesn't have integrity. Mm. And like you catch them, catch them in a line, and they're they're over here being Sammy Davis Jr. tap dancing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that the whole. Thing. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> um, um, I mean, it might be a little controversial, uh, but somebody who has too many female friends. Mm. I can I can I can see that though. Okay, I can see that though. Okay. Like, how, how friendly are we? Not true, too. Like, why? How friendly are we? Like, yeah. What, what do they know that I don't know? What do they know that I also know? Yeah. What's the point of having all these friends? Because you at least fuck one of them. Yeah, it has to have like there ain't no way that many like, right. 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 I'm just saying like you can have female and male friends, y'all not related. Right. I can I can see like one or two, but like like a a, a boatload. A boatload, I think, is interesting. Yeah. A boatload, somebody out there get knocked down. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I don't trust. For sure. Um, somebody we talked about this on the episode too. Somebody who does not have a re relationship with like the women in their family. Someone mm. who is just like vocally and expressively like evil or negative towards you know their mom, their grandma, sister. sisters. Mm. Uh, they don't like women. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, and they don't like women. You gotta no, just wonder like, like, do you like me or do you like men? Like, right. what are you talking about? No, that's valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's valid. And exactly. or when is it gonna be my time that you don't like me? You know what I'm saying? Right, if everybody exactly. is if everybody is exactly. every woman is crazy in my life, then at some point I'm gonna be crazy too. That part. What's the common okay. denominator? Exactly. Yeah. So those okay. are a couple of red flags I think we throw out there. Yeah. All right, green flaggers. Oh, so many. So many. I got a follow-up question real quick though, if I can. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> so how ooh, so how <laughs> Let's go, let's go back to this man with with women friends. I want to I want to I want to I want to sit there for a second. I sit there for a second. I sit there for a second. So one of my childhood friends is a woman, and mm -hmm. our relationship like dissolved when I got married. And I one mm -hmm. because um, I will say so we we never had a relationship outside of like platonic. We didn't we didn't smash or anything like that. But we were like legit best friends. She knew everything about me. I knew everything about her. And my wife came from a so before me, my wife's past relationship. He cheated on her, had a baby. So like she was like, uh, uh, I don't trust that. I don't know what this is. And, and, and she also came from a perspective and background too, to where it's just like, why are you like? I get like classmate friends, or why are you like friend friends with a woman outside of a friend group? And I didn't handle that well. I was just like, well, she's my friend. Like, you just need to accept it, right? So when yeah. I got married, though, I, I then set a hard boundary. It was like, this is my wife, whatever, and destroyed it. Now, we're cool now. Like, all of us are cool because she's a family friend. So I knew mm -hmm. even going home, I wouldn't, like, at some point, I'm going to see her or whatever. Um, right. But we, we've reconciled, got over that trauma and all that different kind of stuff. The question that I have for you is, like, how do you, as a wife, as a woman, right, mm -hmm. how do you navigate? you know, your partner being friends with women, um, possibly outside of a friend group before you enter the picture. Like, what, is that, mm -hmm. what does that dynamic look like for you? 
So if it was before I entered the picture, I'm fine. We can be friends. If okay. it's after I enter the picture, bitch, move around. I'm not playing no kind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one or the two. <laughs> or, the, or the three or the one or the five. I'm not playing those games. Okay, okay. <laughs> but, you know, the friends, like, I went back to Nigeria with him for a wedding. He introduced me to, like, all his friends that he went to school with. I'm, I open my arms. I hug them. We, we're great. She follows me on Instagram. I follow her, we comment on each other's pictures and posts, et cetera. And, yeah. You know, the same for me. I have male friends from college that right. I am very close with, extremely close with. And out of, I would just say my two male friends, and I'm calling you, but, you know, <laughs> just for your A and you know, I make it my business to be friends with their friends. And I make it my business for, be, I'm sorry, be friends with their wives. Sorry be friends with their wives and them to be friends with my husband. So they'll text my husband and my husband will text them without me being on the thread. Mm -hmm. Their wives will text me. I'll text their wives. So for me, it's just a level of transparency and, and just family. So yeah. y'all friends, we all friends. You know yeah. what mm -hmm. I mean? It's not, this is just my <laughs> friends. We all, we all friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, no new friends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> No yeah. friends. Yeah, we especially are not making friends on the other side of marriage. Like, no, this is my, this is my friend. This Jake. my friend. I met at the no. Oh, this is my friend Sarah. Who? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Cut her off before I do. Um, no, I I couldn't have said it better. I couldn't have said it better. Uh, so before we go to great flags, I kind of want to piggyback on that, right? So, at what point do you close? The, say it's an ex. When do you close the door? Unless you have kids together. But if it's like an ex that you became friends with at some point, do you like cut them off? Like y'all dated, Ooh, did all the nasty and stuff like that. Broke up. Now y'all friends. There's no such thing. There's no such There's thing. No such I had to, to, <laughs> to pay for a therapist to tell me this. Like you should not be friends with your ex. Yeah. Especially if it's causing tension between you and your partner. And so at what point is it worth it? You know what I mean? So you, this is a person who was your ex, who was clearly your ex for a reason. Mm -hmm. So why would you now allow this person to come into your life and affect, um, you know, your, your current relationship? Yeah. And so that ex is no, I say cut that off. I agree. I agree. Unless there's children involved. Unless there's children, yeah. That's Dwayne and Whitley. You know, they, they were exes and then, you know. Allegedly friends. But you see what happened? He busted see, up that man's wedding. He busted up that man's wedding. Why did he get an invite? I did not invite my ex to my wedding. Messy. None of them. Right. None of them. Brian, did you have an ex at your wedding? No. Me no. neither. Uh, Brian, you don't have to answer that question. <laughs> I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> not, not a one. Not a one. Not a one. Good. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, at the end of the day, when you're at the altar, mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you have that security, that and reassurance that I'm going into this relationship, and it's me and you. It's not me, yeah. you, and the ex that yeah, mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. broke your broke heart, your back, they broke your heart, PTSD, <laughs> broke your back and your heart. <laughs> yeah, all of that. Like, it's we that alone. Clean slate, right? Honestly. Yeah, understand. Let it go. <laughs> All right. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Green flags now, and then we can. I think we end up uh, end off on on on. That. Yeah, we can we can wrap else. it up on the green flags for sure. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh, let me look at my notes. 
know, on a, right? on a light. We ended up on a lighter note. Episode. Um, <laughs> go ahead. What do you got? Green flags. Uh, someone who um just makes a person feel valued. Um, and what they are, who they are as a person, sure. and what they contribute to the relationship outside of like, you know financial or your body or your looks or whatever the case may be but how does this person value you as a person what is it what traits and um characteristics do they really just appreciate about you and you know feel some type of way or lucky to be with you um someone who is ambitious like again the, the red flag for that is laziness so green flag mm-hmm. for me is somebody who's ambitious we already talked about it like if you're younger and you see somebody who may not necessarily have made it yet but they have this ambition and drive and like the goals then yeah you know it's totally okay to see that through help cultivate that person lift them up help them build and then you guys can live the life that you want to live together um, so ambition, someone who values you, and then someone who is um, open to communicating, and mm. you talk about that as well within the show. Like you know, somebody if there's an issue, they are able to effectively articulate whatever that issue is, and they're also able to allow space for you to articulate your feelings. And I think a lot of times people walking around here in this big age, not being able to communicate and articulate their feelings, like. That is a problem and that is an issue. So I think a, a really important green flag is just being able to communicate and express yourself and then allowing space for other people to do the same. Yeah. Kelly, are you are you are you telling your partner what's wrong though? Are you hitting them with the I'm fine, I'm good? Like are we could you know that's not me. Okay, I'm okay. Good. These emotions run deep. I got I got to, <laughs> like, I gotta let them out. If I don't let them out, it's gonna be like a <laughs> okay. That's me. Yeah. So if somebody asks what's wrong, Kelly gonna say I'm gonna say what's wrong, baby. I can't <laughs> hold it in. Yeah. Um, so I will add, um, you know, I, I say it's really important to look at the the group of people that he surrounds himself with himself mm-hmm. with. What does that look like? Is it okay. people who are in and for the streets? Is it people that are in that are focused or purpose driven, um, are uh in committed relationships, committed monogamous relationships at that? Um, that friendship circle, I think, is really important. Yeah. Um, I said also someone who knows how to argue well, t- uh, touched on this a little bit, but knows how to argue well and knows how to communicate within that argument um, effectively. So I, I do feel that if you argue, it's important to be able to laugh or smash it out on the other side of that argument. Um, if you can't and you're sitting on it for days and days and days at a time. Um, not only are you trying trying to recover from what it was that pissed both of you off, but now you're also trying to recover from the silence that was created um, when you didn't do that. Now I get it. Not everybody can talk in the in the moment around what's bothering mm-hmm. them, and sometimes mm-hmm. time is needed. Yeah. But um, your ability to recover on the other side of an argument and do that doing that in a healthy way, I think, is really important. And then I think the last green flag for me is um, a commitment to growth and expansion. Uh, we talked about this on our last episode. I think that the only thing that's constant in life is change. Yeah. And so um, if you are open and accepting to the fact that who you are today might not be who you are mm. three or four years from now, at some mm. point where we are who we are, right? Yep. But yep, 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 yep. If, we're, if we're really citizens of society, um, we are we are so we are experiencing different things and we're sure. taking that from those different things and that is going to ultimately influence who we are 
um, not at our core, but just opening up our, our mindset. So someone who's committed to growth and expansion, that's through therapy, that's through, you know, getting out of the city that you grew up in and like being open to travel to see how other yeah. parts of the world or country do yeah. things. Yeah. Um, and really broadening your horizon. So that's a great, that's a great green flag. No, I love that. And I love the part about you talking about continually evolving and changing. I told one of our good friends before they got married, it was like, the woman that you met as a friend is very different than the girlfriend. She's very different than the fiance. She's very different than the wife and wife is going to continue to evolve. Right. And I think, listen, right. And I think to your point at the core, she is who she is, but she is no longer that, that hundred percent version of that person. And neither are you. Right. So I think it is fair that we're open to continue to change. And uh, me and my wife hit a very interesting, like point in our marriage to where we were growing, but like away from each other. Yeah. And we had to, we had to get in therapy and bring it in and be like, listen, we, if we keep yeah. going away, I'm one of us going to walk out of this door. Right. We're going to we gonna have to listen, listen, the highway is 20. It's always clear. Yeah. Right. Listen. We have to reimagine what life looks like, but, and, and thankfully we didn't get to that space, but like, right. you know, I think people, cause I've had friends who came to me for advice and was like, man, she just ain't the woman who I met. And I was like, and she shouldn't be, I don't think you should want one. Right. To be, right? And we, and we've talked through that. Um, but I think that is so critical to people who are open to growth and what that means to their relationship. Um, yeah. I, 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 I think I we could go. go ahead. I yeah. said about therapy too, because that's a good point. And I feel like a lot of people just allow themselves to be on this track to just grow apart and never feel mm-hmm. like or they feel like they can't do anything about mm-hmm. it, right? Well, I've been in a relationship with my husband. We've been married for almost 11 years, like you're your wife. And I'm not going to tell you the amount of times that we've been to therapy. We've been and we've stopped. We've been and we've mm-hmm. stopped. We've been mm-hmm. and we've stopped again. We've been again. And so it's all it's always just about fighting for each other, yeah. fighting for the relationship. I say relationship dies when one or both people stop fighting for the relationship and working for the relationship. Yeah, and so, that's good. I just wanted to highlight what you said, and that's good that you you guys recognize the problem and that you were going apart because it's natural. It happens. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, communication mm-hmm. breaks down. You see people, some, a person every day. You run out of things to talk about. You run out of things to say. People are changing and moving and shaking and all these things happen. You look up, you be like, dang, like, well, who is this person, right? Like, I don't have anything to talk to my husband and my wife about. But I think therapy truly helps to get relationships back on track. And I just wanted yeah. to you know, highlight that and say, you know, even if you go again and you stop again, that's not, it doesn't mean that you can't go again as long yeah. as people are willing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and Dwayne Willie did do that. They should have did that before they, they got. They should have did that. Yeah, they are. They should have. Agreed. Pre-marital. <laughs> oh, Brian, was there anything else you wanted to uh, ask or add in before we wrapped up the conversation, bro? No, uh, great conversation. Great conversation. Yeah. Thank y'all. Yeah, no, thank y'all. This was good. Thank this you. was fun. Brian, do you have a couple of more culture quotes? Well, I got one that we usually ask. It's open-ended. The Memphis one? Okay, no, not that one. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they might know it. But they no, might. Okay. Ask it, Brian. I'm not asking you that brought question. it up. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the one I was going to ask. I'm not asking that one. Mm-mm. Okay. What is it? it? Not just some ladies. I'm not. <laughs> no, yeah, we know. Yeah, we try. Yeah, no. We're not going to What's the Memphis? Okay. I I okay, it's it's really a finish this line. Well, yeah. Go okay. Here. I'm gonna do maybe it. we ask it offline. 
Okay, it's a, th- it's a song. It's a, it's a song from one of my favorite groups, the Memphis based group, Three Six and the Mafia. Three Six Mafia. Okay, okay. And it's a song that gets the people going. Okay, okay. which one is it? <laughs> Brian, you I'm brought not, it up. I'm not. I just want to my hands. My hands will not be <laughs> tarnished. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not okay. doing this. Okay. Okay. The the, over, the other open ended question. Right. <laughs> we just got out of Women's History Month, and we always mm-hmm. want to know, from your perspective, why didn't Harriet Tubman ever smile in her pictures? Good <laughs> <Ciao. laughs> <Ciao. Ciao. laughs> She was fighting the good fight. Ciao. Ciao. There you go. She was trying to figure out which route she was going to take. This was tired. <laughs> When, when none to smile about. We got these babies You're crying. Not to smile about. <laughs> she was a woman on a mission. That's right. When nothing to smile about. Now I want to know about the three six mafia one since we gave you the series. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> okay. So oh, oh okay. I'm gonna close my eyes. I'm gonna say it. So finish, <laughs> finish this line. Okay. Slob on my no. Like corn on the cob. <laughs> Check it with me and do your job. Yeah, that's my song. Sex is my name. This is my name. Let's call the boys. I, I get called up every time. It's just it's a it's a hymn. It's, it's a him. It's a ratchet he <laughs> Natural curly hair. Please don't touch. First find a mate, then find a date. Okay. That's so good. That's my song. It's poetry. It's poetry. All right. We, are, we appreciate we appreciate y'all so much. Do you see? You see why I was like, no, I'm this not is, Brian, no. Brian, no. I, I, I can't contain it. When it when it gets to going, it gets to right. going. Um, but no, we want to thank y'all so so much. Before we end, though, we have one final quick segment that we do called Pockets of Joy. Y'all willing to stick around with us real quick? Sure. Yeah. All right, let's do it. You couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Uh, you could never ever bring me down. Do a All right, we're here at Pockets of Joy. Thank you very much, Kelly and Nicole, for sticking around. I uh, appreciate you for all that you do. Uh, so we have this segment, for those that don't know, uh, used to be called Black Person Self-Care. Now it's called Pockets of Joy, where we talk about things that we do intentionally to mm-hmm. bring us joy. Mm-hmm. So ladies, what is something you're currently doing or you plan on doing to bring you intentional joy? For me, it's really simple. I really like 90s R&B. And so for me, if I am in a bad mood or feeling down, I just go to my Spotify playlist and put on anything like 90s, New Jack Swing, outdoor a little Nina in there. I love old school too, Luther Vandross. And so music just really speaks to my soul. Um, that, that, that type of music. that type that type of music specifically really just speaks to my soul, and I feel like for me, whenever I'm in a, a space where I just need to feel comfort, or just kind of just need to clear my mind, and I just put on my old school songs, my old school mix, and jam out. Oh, that's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, and and I always say music is life. I completely agree, um, but. As of late, just being able to spend a lot more time with my kids, it's been a real grounding experience for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they're at an age where like they are they are seeing the world. They're just not kind of moving through the world, but they're they're seeing the world and they have thoughts and opinions on what they're seeing. And um, to just hear the innocence that comes mm. from them is very grounding. 
um, mm. for me. So right now, the thing that really does bring me joy is being able to just spend time with them, chat with them, wow. and see the world from their eyes. Um, but I'll say a second one is also just diving a little bit deeper into um, my my business, right? And mm. uh, okay. being able to, you know, we do our work, we go to work and do our nine to fives, which mm-hmm. you know, end up really being like eight to sevens anyway, but being able to take time and, and pour into this podcast, pour into um, the work that I do um, with my, my personal business is just a reminder that like, I'm not my nine to five, my W2 job and that. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that to me is also I like that. something that just brings me joy as well. And I know that holds true for you as well. Wow, double click on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. Joshua? How about yeah. you guys? That made me question all of my parents. I'd be like, everything kids. I was just fussing at them when y'all was going. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, y'all know I'm recording. You know what's up. Um, but, but speaking of that, here's duality. Two things can be true. I'm taking them to go see the Mario Brothers movie. Um, yeah. this weekend, just me and the boys. Um, wifey got an AKA meeting where she she gonna have to be at, and I, I want to uh, give. Uh, it's a pre- it's a pretty family over here. It's the noops and the, it's the noops. It's the noops and the K. But Brian's wife is a K. It's you know it's just a thing. Uh, yeah. The noops okay. and the K. He won't hold it against you. are lovely women. <laughs> You know, we're not gonna maybe have another conversation about Greek life. We have to come back, but no. Um, another forty-five minutes. But no, I went out. So I had a really great dad, and yeah. um, and I only I had two sisters. So he took a lot of intentional time with me, even if it was just a barbershop or um, how he showed up as a son with his mom, and just all these different great examples. He was one of the hard is one of the hardest working men I've ever known. He worked three jobs at one point. Um, my real life superhero. And I try to model a version of that for my sons while being the son, I mean, the dad that they need, because I realized that their grandfather may not be the dad that they need. Right. So um, taking that intentional time with them, I have a, a preteen he's t- he's taking us through. So he's changing, you know, all the hormones are going on. Right. He's 11 um, and he's asking all the questions and wondering oh, and all the oh. things. Right. 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 And we try to be very my wife is a social worker. So we try to be very honest, have that, you know, try to gentle parent. But we throw that out the window a lot of times. Um, a lot of times. Just like, listen, yeah, listen. They, are, they are. They just don't listen. They I'm don't raising listen. two no limit soldiers. They are. Master P. <laughs> And Silk the Shocker reincarnated. And I'd oh, be, like, uh-uh. be like, ooh. But anyway, no, spending time, spending intentional time with them. Because I also have a job that travels. So every time I'm home, um, I want to make sure that I'm feeding my family first. Um, yeah. While also taking care of Josh, right? Um, but yeah, that's that's what it's going to be this weekend. Is spending time with them and finding, you know, those pockets of joy. When they ain't on my nerves uh-huh. real bad um, with, mm-hmm. with my boys. Brian, how about you, man? Uh, a little bit of all that. So we had an anniversary recently, so. We just was ball day this past weekend, as I said earlier. Um, so we did some, yeah, we do some things, and then this we weekend, know you did some things, but <laughs> not that, not that. <laughs> but why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, this weekend, um, going to a winery, so that's gonna be great. Oh, come on, Chateau um, Elon. Yeah. Okay. You know, so the things, uh, okay. and to Josh's point, too, I have a job that requires me to travel a lot, so I'm actually tra- I'm changing jobs. F that job. So yes. <laughs> I know. Um, so I'm taking the this is my second week of my two weeks. Uh I am taking this week to relax and you know, just chill until I get back into the new job that's gonna have me going 
you know, stay in the airport like my current job does. So, um, yeah. yeah. So intentionality with family and my daughter, who is literally the best thing ever in the world. So um, spending time with her as much as I can and all those great things. That's it. Love that. That's what's up. So before we officially wrap. What is that? We, we trying to be. Listen. What, 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 what case them say? I just want to be the best man. I best can man be. that I can be. There you go. There you go. Y'all doing the damn thing. It's working. It's working. Yeah. We appreciate it. We appreciate yep. it. Um, but before we wrap up, officially let y'all go. Can you tell the people how they can connect with you? What you got going on? Maybe you got some big announcements or something. We are the podcast that is known for getting the exclusives out of people. So if You're you right. got something you want to share, um, but for real, share with the people how they can connect your social medias, all that good stuff. Yeah, you can follow us on IG. We're Champagne Wives Podcast on IG, TikTok, Champagne Wives underscore podcast. Um, we're not that active on TikTok. We need to do a better job, but definitely um, IG is where you can find us. Um, and in terms of things that are coming up, I mean, we have, we, we've done so much work in studio um, yeah. and, and we're, we're at a place right now where we want to think about bringing our audience um, in a little bit and connecting a little mm, bit more with okay. them. So we have some things on the horizon that will allow for that. We're, we, we're still formalizing all of it. Yep, so yep, don't want to over-disclose. Yeah. But uh, really looking forward to opportunities to interact a little bit more with the audience that we've been able to form over the last year and change that we've been active. So, yeah. Wonderful. Wow. We love That's that. Nice. And listen, people. They're beautiful women, but they are married. You slide in them DMs and you be you come correct. You understand what we're saying? <laughs> we, we know how y'all could get. Everybody wasn't raised like us, so we know how y'all could get. Don't do that. That's right. Don't come over there disrespectful. Yeah, we have we, our, our audience. <laughs> they likely to. Yeah, our audience is likely to slide in. You know, you know. Mm -hmm. you know be respectful. Be respectful. <laughs> don't even but shoot. But we the love side. what y'all are doing. We love your movement, and we support y'all. We just want to say thank you so much for supporting us. When we post, y'all are out there just. Yeah. liking commenting and we just appreciate it so, so much. much so 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 much and it's not just us but even for women's history month y'all showcase podcasts that are um all female podcasts and that's just you know that's just telling it's a it's a big community but a small community and we mm -hmm. just yeah. love what y'all are doing and how you support all of that so thank you mm -hmm. absolutely bless you bless you listen we can't you can't say that you love black women and don't support them it, it has hello. It's, a, it's a verb hello it's a verb all we right. gotta do it all right, Brian, do we have anything in the P.O. box? Uh, let's see. We do. All right, let's get to it. All right, good people. Um, thank y'all for staying with us. We are at the P.O. Box, and this is yep. a segment where you two can be a part of the show just by simply writing in to ask the jigsaw. Um, that is uh -huh. ASK the jigsaw at gmail.com. We will do a few things for you. We will read your letter out loud if we like it. We will give you a pseudonym who respects your privacy and your pronouns. And then we're going to give you the best non-professional therapeutic advice that you can receive on Cicely Tyson Internet. So with that being said, understood and accepted, Brian, who do we have and what do they want? All right, pronouns. She, her. Annalise Keating. Annalise Keating. Great character. Great <laughs> character. That's the snotty nose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Annalise writes, uh, okay, brothers, you might want to buckle up because this is a wild ride. All right. Click, okay, click. Let me, let me uh, see about all. <laughs> me and my girl have been dating. So, hold on. Me and my girl have been dating? So, lesbians, welcome. Lesbians. 
Let's this do it. Ain't... All right. We, we inclusive over here. We, we, we don't discriminate. Let's go. Uh, so me, me and my girl have been dating for three years and recently yep. got engaged. Uh, we both started this fitness journey to be all the way fine in our dresses for our wedding day. If we are honest, I see more progress than she is. And sometimes she throws out little shots. I called her about it and we seem to be over that. While I know her shots showed insecurity, I didn't take it personally, but it was not cool. Now that part is pretty settled. Sis is talking about since you getting in shape faster than me, I am going to get surgery. Okay. Um, she first mentioned that at the top of February. I went to a work trip last week and returned. This girl laid up in our bed with her ass propped up because she <laughs> got a DBL. <laughs> and that joint looks terrible. <laughs> I am livid. I don't know if this is breakup worthy, but I'm definitely questioning it all. What would you do if your partner made such a life altering decision without you knowing about it? Love the show and all. <laughs> Love the show and y'all. Excuse me. Uh, Annalise Keating. <clears throat> oh, bro, you mm. want to go first? Because I, I have no idea. <laughs> me either. Like, it's tough because it's like, your body, your choice. Yep. Okay. That was, that was um, my first thing I want to put out there. And I think my <laughs> biggest issue is, you know, of course, there's there's different sides of this thing you know some people be like well they ain't got to tell you nothing you know but i think sometimes what's if you are it's it's the two sides of this coin yeah right one is i love you right mm -hmm. and i fell in love with you a certain way and you know i like you the way you are but then they may want they may see the something that they don't like so it's tough. I really don't have an answer. It's because it, it's, I can see both sides. The person is their body, their choice, but also somebody you want to be with. And if it's a terrible BBL, then you now you got to look at that terrible BBL. And then you can also reduce your level of attraction sexually. Um, one, um, because of the physical aspect of it, but then also mentally, the lack of lack of trust, because this person went, because it costs money to get a BBL. It's not cheap, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So you had to use the money that you probably could have used for the wedding and the marriage right uh got a terrible bbl so you're probably gonna have to go get some some surgeries or whatever to probably correct it right um and then also probably a lack of trust because it's like you did something without telling me even though it's your body mm -hmm. you know i feel like that might have been a conversation at least been worth the conversation yeah for um sure. uh, at, at some point so i don't have the answer i guess the question was what would you do if your partner made such a life-altering decision without you knowing about it i would be i would kind of be frustrated about it you know yeah. um i would be frustrated especially since like that turnaround was so quick mm -hmm. um you know because i think even my wife she wanted to make a, a some surgery or whatever she probably would tell me yeah you know, even if, even if even if i'll be like whatever baby you do what you want to do i know it you know your personal looks and well-being is important to you so i would be just supportive you know of it but at least she would have the conversation with me, even if she, it was her decision or not. Yeah, I agree. I think the only thing that I would add to that is what would make me frustrated the most is not that you did it. I think there are two things that make me upset. One, you clearly went to a doctor or somebody that didn't do a good job. Right. Mm -hmm. um, because I feel like the ones we see done well, the Nicki Minaj, the Lala Anthony's, yeah. right. They're proportioned. I mean, they yeah. still like Nicki Minaj got a dunk back there but her thighs match mm -hmm. 
her hips uh-huh. match. You know what I'm saying? Like all yeah. these different types of things. Um, and I've seen, you know, other women who have gotten the BBLs, they do not what they thighs. They didn't, you yeah. know, it just it just looks it looks weird. So that's yeah. one thing. So you you put yourself at risk by going to someone. And I'm not going to let me take that back. Cause I've seen some celebrities who just got bad BBL. So it don't mean that yeah. the doctor did yeah. anything unsafe. They just you they didn't do a good job. So you went to someone who didn't do a good job, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Two, I feel like you did this because you knew I probably would. It's it's the sneakiness of it for me. Yeah. It's like you waited until I was out of um I was out of town. Yeah. And because it seems as if if I didn't go out of town, because if you mentioned it in jest. Mm-hmm. In February, which it may seem like a joke. Yeah. You waited all the way to April to make the decision and knowing I was gonna be gone for a whole week, then I come back, you in the bed healing. Right. And you know see, because and that's the thing, BBS, what I understand, are uh, an outpatient procedure. So like yeah. you could have very well because I can I can hear people ideating now. Well, how does she do it? Once y'all talking to FaceTime, and yeah, but if you just spent a couple of hours and went back home and every yeah. time you saw me, I was laying in the bed or yeah. You know, maybe we didn't FaceTime that day. Like it's, e- you know, I ain't gonna say it's easy, but it's possible to get away with that. And then yeah. you get home, you're faced with that reality. So that would have been my two biggest issues for being man. Not so much that you did it, because to Brian's point, your body, your choice. And maybe I wasn't feeling it, but like, you know what I'm saying? As long as, as long as you're safe and it and it's you know cool, we good. But it looks bad, and you were trying to like you yeah. did it because you was avoiding the conversation with me. Like that's the part I don't like. So yeah, and I'm asking yeah. to, to that too. It's like to me, like. What if something negative would happen? Like, what if you would have? What if you would have died? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even set up in a. I'm not set up to to support you and make sure you have yeah. everything you need. You know what I'm saying? To make sure that you know, like, to me that that's another thing. Is like, you know, you kind of blindsided me with, uh, you know, with the to making sure for my responsibility is to make sure that as your partner, that I'm there to support you in whatever you need. Like, so I would be mad. I come home. And you laying on your stomach, and I'd have been like, I could have taken this time off. I could have made sure that you were, you know, you had food and whatever is necessary to make sure you were comfortable yeah. during your, um, you know, after as your he- the healing process, whatever it is. Um, so I would have been frustrated off that as well. Like you didn't give me time to make sure that I'm doing my role, my responsibility right. as a as your partner to support right. you, whatever you do. Right. Even if I didn't appreciate the decision. I still want to be there to support you and make I sure I want to be there to support you. And and yeah. I want to make sure that we're having, I'm at least having an honest conversation to at least give you my perspective to, about it. Cause again, you make your own decision, but I would I would have loved to have that perspective because I enjoy your body. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? And whether we want to admit it or not, looks are a part of why we choose people. Yep. Right. Vanity, vanity mm-hmm. is a thing. And it, 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 is a it, thing. it doesn't always have to be bad in that way. Um but anyway, I, I, I'll just I'll leave it at that. And then I think I don't know that this is, and I don't know if you asked us this specifically, but you replied uh-huh. it. I don't know that this is in my engagement worthy, but it is definitely worth exploring in like couples therapy. Yeah. And what I mean by that is the reasons for me, the reasons like the why and the how you did. It's more so yeah. the how you did it. It's what yeah. I want to explore more than the why. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like maybe the reason why you found maybe the reason why you ended up with a jacked up doctor because you did it so quick. Yeah, you know you were trying to rush and do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Versus yeah, yeah. if you're gonna be sneaky and you mentioned it in February and waited to April, you got like two. Well, I guess this was April, maybe the end of March, whenever you wrote this letter, whatever that time was. But like you got like a whole month to be doing research. Yep. So you telling me in a month 
that's the best doctor. And maybe that was a doctor you could have found by spending money where your partner didn't notice. You know, so there's Ooh. so many things in there. It's layered. Yeah. That's why I was like, we got to, before we walk down this aisle, we got to have a conversation. Because yeah. to me, that's a, it's more to that. But anyway, that's yeah. all I got. That's Ooh. all I got for you. Yeah, we, there's so many different angles. Keep talking about this forever because it's yeah. so, so much. Yeah. It's so much. So this is one, again, we want you to write back in. Please do. Because we want to know what happened. I it's a booty pop. I feel like I want to see it too. <laughs> right are you gonna I be like k michelle it. and get it out you know what i'm saying all yeah. the type of things so anyway um if you ain't got nothing else brown we can head on over to a great conversation wrap up let's the show let's do it mm-hmm. let's go let me talk let me talk all right ladies and gentlemen puzzle pieces we are here at a greater conversation where this is the place of the show where we get things off of our chest i say it all the time that tomorrow's not promised custom out today uh, Josh, is there anything you would like to get off your chest this week? Yeah, so it's real quick and it's real petty, but y'all know, and I mentioned it earlier, the, it's getting warmer outside. I know right now the weather's fluctuating someday. Like mm-hmm. Easter weekend, it was cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was back up to like almost 70 today. But what? But the warmer weather is coming. Mm. And it is, an, it is an opportune to... We have an episode called... Um, about hygiene, I think yeah. the name of it is slipping me right now. <laughs> yeah, I can't we, think about it. But it was we got a enough. couple of episodes about hygiene and keep mm-hmm. taking care, of, especially for our brothers, because our brothers sometimes seem to believe that we don't have to take as many, you know, precautions and steps to keep ourselves mm-hmm. clean and fresh, and we do. Like we don't have we a vagina, do. but our penis that hangs that ball sack, yes. it sits there between our legs. It sits there, right? It sweats. Somebody sit on, depending on how your stuff hangs, it sit on your thigh and it sweat, mm. and that friction in between, like that. That you, we, you know, we don't have a vagina again, but we all got assholes. Mm-hmm. That booty hole back there, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't wash it well. If mm-hmm. you're not wiping well mm-hmm. with your tissue and your and your, I, I I I use a flush of a wipe. I don't care what these plumbers say. <laughs> I use a flush of a wipe. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm and I'm looking into what a bidet attachment means for my toilet <laughs> because I really enjoy being clean, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm teaching my young boys about uh-huh. not to have doo doo stains in their drawers and all right. these different types of things. So anyway, I I use a deodorant that is specific to my nether regions. I use a soap, uh-huh. you know, that is sensitive enough to protect me keep my phs in place because me and uh-huh. we have ph balances as well um <laughs> you know what i'm saying and and i, and I like to mix sense because i like to bring out certain notes of certain colognes and things like mm-hmm. that you know i am very intentional <laughs> with mm. my i from one i hate body odors i oh yeah despise a body odor and mm-hmm. i'm not talking about you just you smell like outside i'm not talking about you went to the gym you're a little sweaty i'm talking about real bo's right mm-hmm. um so yeah oh. So this, I said all that to say for y'all who think, for y'all who think this aluminum free deodorant is getting the job done, <laughs> I'm here to tell you that it is not. That you stink, not. Mm-hmm. and I know some of y'all say, "Trust me, I don't stink." Or my, you know, my spouse, your spouse don't tell you stink because they want to keep you around. You stink. Yeah, you stink. You you smell like three week old Thanksgiving food. You stink. Mm. You're bad. You smell like a devil egg that was just not ever done right. You stink. Mm. You smell mm. like bowels. You stink. Mm. You smell mm. like the devil. <laughs> you stink. I don't know what else to say. You smell the way <laughs> Flavor Flav looks. <laughs> you stink. Mm. Okay? You just you, you stink. Aluminum-free deodorant don't work. You may not have the yellow stains under your shirt. But you got smells coming out of your pores. Mm. And yeah, if you clean your diet, 
like the man on TikTok. Maybe that will mm-hmm. happen. But at the end of the day, <laughs> you're yeah. gonna smell like all day. And for yeah. my black people who know what I'm, you know, all day is a smell. Mm-hmm. You smell like all day. All right. I know we all might get a little spicy every now and then, but you are hollow up in your pepper hot. Mm. And we and we don't we don't need it. Get the aluminum, wrap yourself up in the love of aluminum foil and be fresh to something. Be found fresh. Be found fresh. What a word. That's all I got for him, Brian. That's it. I'm, I'm going to choose joy because that was enough. That was great information <laughs> for setting up the it's getting, hot, it's getting warmer outside. So that was a great, a great, uh, a great, great conversation. I'm trying to find the episode for y'all real fast because I feel like we dropped some gems in there. We did. We did. <laughs> and I feel like y'all need it. Y'all need it. But anyway, that wraps up this week's, with that being said, that wraps up this week's episode of Jigsaw Podcast. We mm-hmm. want to specifically shout out Kelly and Nicole for coming through and blessing Wonderful. us like they did. Wonderful. Wonderful conversation. Can't wait to have them back in the living room to, uh, to do it all over again. They were absolutely amazing. Thank you for their perspective. Me and Brian have always talked about the next time we do a relationship episode, things like that, we're going to bring some women in to have that additional perspective because we don't know it all. Mm-hmm. We don't know it all and we want to have that nuanced perspective um, for the show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and uh, continue to support and uh, subscribe to our podcast. We're on every podcast platform. Excuse me. Uh, Make sure you go out there and rate us five stars or nothing at all. Uh, Like, subscribe, all the kind of great things. Uh, Leave us comments. Listen, we 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 love to hear y'all gas us up for all the things that we do. Um, Also, go out there uh, and check out the our our our, um, amazing uh, friends that stopped by us today. Go out there, yes. Like, subscribe, comment, engage with them as well. Continue to engage on all of our stories and whatnot. Thank you, uh, Chris and Jasmine, everything that you all do. Um, Follow Josh. I am Josh Rogers. Follow me. I am Brian Hare. Follow the jigsaw podcast have any questions comments concerns let us know at the jigsaw the jigsaw podcast.com so much that we can do uh yeah. we appreciate you for everything that you do uh we know that we'd be great without you but we're greater with you and before we head out josh let the people know what they need to do i found them so the first episode okay. is temp phase and landing strips that mm. is the one and then the other one is winter funk and cute Go stream those. Go blow those up. There's some great gems in there about hygiene. But in the meantime, y'all know how we do it. All you can do is what you can, while you can, the very best ways that you can. But all you're doing, please do not get caught. And that means, my God, I was knock myself out. <laughs> but I feel a little more. That pen blew up out my head. You hear me? <laughs> my God, that means not getting caught being funky. But no, don't get caught with your work undone. Until next time, y'all. Love y'all. Peace. Have a good one.